Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Nat Wilds from Flora. And we are live next door. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Happy Monday, happy Monday, happy. Be Monday. If you are listening to us on any other day than Monday, suck my dick. I'm not going to play with y'all. Wow. I'm really not going to play with y'all. Y'all keep being disrespectful. You see? Do you see your brother? We work very hard to get this podcast out on Mondays. We drop on Mondays. So when y'all tell me, oh, I love listening to y'all on Thursdays, hold my dick. Um, because that's it's the name of the we, studios, right? That is the name of yeah. our studio. Shout out to our landlords. Um, shout out to our landlords, Kev and Dev. That's, I never put together, mm-hmm. but Kev and Dev. Shout out to our new landlords. We are at the HMD Studios in Brooklyn, New York. So if y'all have a pot, <laughs> no, I don't want y'all niggas here. Never mind. Because <laughs> then we'd have to wait like we just did. And that is ghetto. All right, all right. Okay? No one's ever going to hear that episode. Woo! Whatever those guys just recorded, no one's ever going to be nice. God Jesus damn. Christ. I usually am, but that really bothered me. So I wasn't I'm even like- talking about that. I'm talking about this drink. God <laughs> Anyway, um, make sure you guys are subscribed to the Guys Next Door podcast, if you are listening to us on Apple, what is going on? Is that door closed? And th- wow, niggas are loud. They are loud. Um, yes, but back to you guys. If you guys are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a five star rating, a nice comment, but also a five star rating. Why? Because we are children and we are in need of validation. We, we need your validation. That's so real. That's we real. would like five stars, just like everybody else would like five stars. Your Uber driver, it's true. Lyft driver, yeah, yeah. Uber Eats deliverer. You gotta give him Door Dasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they spit in, do they spit in meals anymore? I hope not. <laughs> I hope fucking not. I hope not. Uh, but yes, make sure five stars. Also, make sure you guys are uh following us on all social media platforms. That is Guys Next Door Pod. If you want to keep the conversation going, make sure you use the hashtag Guys Next Door on Twitter. I'm forgetting something, but what is it? 
Oh, you you forgetting about the the, the Hakeem's? You are forgetting you, about the Kimmy Giblets? Hakeem Campbell's and Kimmy Giblets. I'm talking to you, the people that make sure you're on time, always, always podcast, on time. Jason Pitts, but never Thanks. have no snaps on the Petro. Okay, we're talking about you. Yeah. So what you could do to fix that and stop being a cheap bastard, you go to Patreon.com/backslash God Next Door Pod. Add some snaps to the Petro today. Pick up your keys and become a Patreon member today. YouTube. YouTube, Guys Next Door Podcast. It mm-hmm. looks good. Why? Because we are at HMD Studios. Therefore, if anything is late, if anything ain't right, don't hit us up. <laughs> hit up Kev. Kev is in charge of that. Hit up Big Kev. If anything off, oh, Big Kev. Christ. I told y'all, he got the... He the it's easy to spot him. He got drummer show. The drum, the big, the drummer. You ever see a nigga with drummer show? Drumline. Like this. And last but not least, if you have a question, if you have any listener letters you want read on air, be nice. Make sure you send it to guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. Be nice. Now, be nice. I am being, well, I'm being nice. Because I know your ways. We 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 know the, the way. We know the way he usually but, used to do it, but, but I know on. he changed his way. That's why I, want, I just wanted to, you Come know. on, give, give him space. Give him this gotcha. give opportunity. Him space. Ready? Go. If you want growth, you have to, one, set the atmosphere for growth. Go ahead. Go two, ahead. you have to move out the way. True indeed. Absolutely. We now We're have in clouds on the ceiling, yes. so I'm different. Space. So let me show you. If you are writing to us. Yes. About your funky-ass relationship that you already knew was trash, <laughs> and all we're going to do is uh, confirm that it's trash. Um, it's very easy. You put your own fake name in the subject line or Ron Burgundy style. We're going to read. Shay is going to read what's in front of her. Absolutely. We're not going to waste Absolutely. our time trying to come up with fake names for your funky ass, stupid ass relationship questions. We ain't going to do that. No. Say your fake name or we're reading what's there. Okay. If it is a question about your funky ass relationship, make sure you send a picture of you and your sutor or sutor or have y'all got it. Mm-hmm. Because it's very important. Because I never want to give uh, advice to a person without a side tooth. The same advice I would give to a person that cares about it's growth. 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 I'll give you the growth on that because you've gone so far left. So um, you also don't want to give ugly people good uh, people uh, advice. If I see the picture right, of you and I'm that. like, oh. Listen, you kind of need to stop and just deal with whatever you're dealing comparison, with. But if you look good, I'm going to be like, hey, you don't need to deal with this. There's some people that end up in situations that you are not facially um, and, oh, a, equipped no. to get out of. Oh. Wow. I know your league. Yeah. Wow. You got to know your league. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a whole, that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. We'll right talk there. about that another time. But in today's episode, <laughs> very, 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 very important person came next door today. Our big brother right here. Our Sheesh. big brother. <laughs> He don't like that. He don't like that. We are joined by none other. The legendary mm-hmm. Miami's own. Yeah. Which is located in Florida. Oh, wow. We have from the Reed, Kid Fury. Clap it up. Ben, 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 ben. Yeah. Everybody clap. You're not. Cl- okay. Let's don't get cute. How <laughs> old are you niggas? Because. We are literally all the same age, same age and that yeah. age is younger than yours. <laughs> By two be, years, but uh, still younger. I mean, I still pass for a solid 17. <laughs> <laughs> so, not everyone can say that. Not that's true. That's true. That. That's yep. a fact. Black don't crack. Good black does not crack. Well, good black doesn't crack. Good black, because uh, they are some. We ain't going to talk about it. Not our, not not bad blacks cracking. Those are people. Those are people. Those are people. Those are people. Not my people. Oh, not wow. they cracking. Wow. Because that's bad black. Wow. 
is there a bad? Is there a bad? We're not <laughs> yes, gonna get there into is. that. We're not gonna get into that. I'll okay. tell you some bad. I'll tell hey, you some bad blacks. We ain't gonna not now. Maybe later. Maybe I'm later. Not, Maybe later. Two just another, say another two shots. Just shot. let's say a name. Wendy just, Williams. Just let's go around. Black. Say a bad black name. Wendy Williams. Bad black. Wow. Wow. <laughs> bad black. Wow. Wow. Bad black. <laughs> bad black. I mean, Big Brother. Stacy Dash. Oh, that's mm. a good bad black. That's yeah. a good bad black. Yeah, it's a true bad. That's a true bad black. Um, Terry Crews. Oof. I'll give you bad black. Bad. Oh, that, that was Ryan. You no, no, no. That was, that was my brother. No, no, no. Because no, 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 we're not helping him this time. No, on. he's okay, on Broadway. He got a chick. Say the bad black. Let me see. Let me see. Love. You got to own bad this. black. A bad black. I mean, mouse uh, bad, a bad a ba- black. I know you got a bad black. Oh, bad black. Bad one. Yeah, the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. That's, that's, a bad, that's a that's, bad black. That's 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 black. That's a bad black. That's a bad black. <laughs> what you got, man? He didn't do any. The thing about Forrest Whitaker, he didn't do nothing. To wrong. my knowledge, he didn't do nothing. Man. Man. So I don't know how he's, he's going. A, no, drink. he's a great man. Yeah. But the back of the his back neck of that is a bad neck black. You was about tricky. to get back, yo, bro. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I just, I just the back All of that right, neck. For me, <laughs> oh my god. I, I hate the say, like, I mischievous was, I was going to say Ebro, but he only half, so that don't count. Okay. I was going to say Flex, but he went. He he sat on the surgery table, so he might got the bad black sucked out of him. Oh, my God. Um, do, you see, do you see what? This is our life. I'm trying to think. Every day. <sighs> we, got, we, we lose fans and have to get them back every Monday. We try. <laughs> we try. Every Monday. <laughs> Who's the bad black, bro? I'm trying to think. I gave you two. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You took some. <laughs> you need another one? I might have one in my bag. <sighs> hmm. I mean, Bill Cosby, that's easy. Cuba Gooding Jr. No, what? no, yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. No. Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. is not a. Don't do that to Cuba. Fuck radio. What? Fuck radio. What did Cuba ever do you to remember, you? You remember when I seen him at. Uh, all right, I'm going to tell you what Cuba did. All right, is, is this story? No, no, no. no. Yeah. There, there, is, is this about to be a story? There time? is something that. Is it personal? Yes. Okay, then. But he also is a shit. Listen. Okay, so, let's, hold on. Anybody that, anybody that, anyone that gets in front of a camera and says somebody sucks that baby dick. That's not a good person. Yo, yo, yo. But in context, he was talking about a little person yo, yo, yo. in the club. I, I don't say, care. You, you know what? Out of your mouth. What? You haven't seen that video? You never saw that video? Yo. So there's a video. EA, cut the video. Roll that footage. So he's in a club. He's in a club, and I think there was a, I don't know the, a little person. A little person was in, but the, it was, in the club. It was, it was um, Tyrion from um, yeah, from, from um, Peter Lord, Dinklage. From Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, from Peter um, Dinklage. Exactly. Yeah. From, um, Game of Thrones. Because I watch TV. Yeah, watch Game bitch. of Thrones. What are you, like, what are you... <laughs> I'm so surprised when people know people's name. I be calling so, people the name that my, I... the most yeah, successful my... television show. Yeah. Anyway, they're I'm all in the club. It's maybe after TCA's. Was that was that the same party you had the KFC on his head? The Buckingham same exact same party, right? Yeah. Same exact party. My man gets on the DJ mic. The DJ is go- playing whatever. He sees LMAO. Peter in his in his section. He says, hey, hey, stop the music. Somebody suck that baby's dick. <laughs> that's not a good person, bro. It's a and great my person. point is that, that is a great man. I'm going to tell you, you so. Know, that's not bad black. You talk about white person. No, it's not bad no, black. he's bad black. I'm going to tell you why he's that's bad a, black. That's a, that's a great man. So we're at Lore. Right, we're at law. Me and my baby mother at law after like my first day at TRL. This is personal. This yeah, is I'm about to say. So we're there, and we ordered like the chicken pops or whatever them shits was. Just was the ass. satay, the satay, yeah. whatever they were. Okay. Just were ass. Did and you I'm say like TRL. Yeah, I was, he, I was he was a writer. writer he was a writer on TRL. 
Oh, I forgot the new that. One. The reboot. Yeah, yeah the reboot. <laughs> so it was a time machine in the I show? forgot that happened. It's crazy. Carson was there? <laughs> and we wish. Uh, it was DC and them. DC? <laughs> and shout out to DC and them. Wow. Um, wow. But uh, so we're, we're there and... Whatever the order got wrong. So I went up to the, I, I left our seat and, you know, after after a certain time, the waitress, said, like, you got to go to the bar. So I'm at the bar and, like, I could see somebody, like, like, you not making no space, bro. You know you at the bar. So I just, like, you know what I mean? Like, nothing crazy, just, like. So you started with you. Sparked I, it. All right. You want to let me finish or what? You started. wanted this. Sparked it. You wanted, okay. him, to you wanted him to go radio on you. All right. So I just, like, <laughs> so I just did like this. So I, like. Just a little bit, like just make some room with my. So elbow. you physically attacked Cuba Gooding Jr. You see that, that right? You see where the it went. Narrative that we are <laughs> going with. I did. I definitely seen it. So when okay. he, so when <laughs> it's still a lot going on in this episode already. So when I make the little space. Oh, make space. That's I just what you know, that's all it. I did. That's what he called it. Our that's job as it, black men is to make space for one wow. another. Mm-hmm. So wow. So I made space. That's a stretch. And then he was like, "Watch where the fuck you going." Well, I mean, and so in my so in my I haven't mind, heard him do anything. In my mind, yet. I turned around and was like, about to, nah, nah." I was gonna meet ignorance with ignorance. Wow. So it was Cuba. I seen it was Cuba. Ignorance. And then I was like, like, "Suck my dick, radio!" <laughs> like that. Like you said that. Od. And like the lady at the bar was like. And he just looked and he was like, what? And I said it again. I'm like, suck my dick, radio. And I walk off. So I don't know who at the bar must have, whatever. So he sends he sends drink over to the table. So my baby mother is like, who sent these drinks? So I look over and he's like. <laughs> so I'm like. With the radio face. You gotta love so it. I'm like, Come on, so what? I'm, so I'm like, we don't even drink. So. So my my whole ever since. So my story behind this is you are actually the bad black. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> in this story, wow. I mean, you are not in the good one. Have we just got down to the nitty gritty. I'm the that, bad black. So wait, is this whole thing about you being black? the bad I'm black? Journeying for the part where he did it's something wrong. wrong to you. Why he had to talk to me? Like all that. you had to do is say, First "Excuse of me." All, you said that you met ignorance with ignorance. <laughs> no, I would I challenge to that ignorance. to say that he <laughs> met ignorance with ignorance. <laughs> By meeting your fucking elbow, okay? <laughs> elbow, elbow never With a nobody. statement. No, 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 no. Yes, it has. Tell the old niggas in the NBA. Tell the old niggas about the say. Elbows hurt. <laughs> UFC elbow hurt. You're right. But I just was like this. So you mushed. I didn't mush him. You mushed Cuba Gooding Jr. An American with an elbow. hero. An elbow what? mush. Cuba Gooding Jr. is an American hero? You ain't never seen Jerry Maguire? Show me the money. All right, Come bro. on, son. All right, bro. Come on, so son. So you shoved, you forcefully attacked. Terrible. Show me the money in Terrible. public. And then you twice told him to perform fellatio <laughs> on you. Two tops. Two twice in public. Yeah. And then he Loudly. gifted you alcohol. I don't and know. you screamed at him again. <laughs> What has he done to you? Hey, 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 Fury, I, I didn't think of it in those terms, but you're absolutely right. Fury, whatever's in your cup, please put it down. No, I, I refuse. And I think that, like, I actually think that Cuba Gooding Jr. might be a terrible person. I feel like he's on trial right now for some he shit is. that he's he a, did to that's, a woman. I thought you were going to bring that up. Then I'd be like, yeah, he's also but he shit. he do shit to you. Yeah, true indeed. Well, I would like to... Uh, retract. retract my statement uh-huh. and stand next to the one that Kid Fury just said. Bad black. 
Bad Black is 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 uh. But cool. you just wasted our time then, because you could have just said that. Could have just. Well, we we're just cutting out. That so that's your bad. <laughs> I didn't waste anybody's time. So your bad black is Cuba Good Junior. That's my bad black, and I'm sure he would say his bad black is you. Yeah, cool. I, I would. Cool. Say, it's I would nothing. Say it's nothing wrong. I mean, with that. it's fine. You know, it's nothing wrong with that. It's perspective. If he knew your name. Wow. You know that he does. That might be the name of the episode. You know if he, he knew your name. Well, call it you don't know my name. Well, um, wow. moving on from the bad black wow. segment. <laughs> Usually, you know, they start to read with black excellence. But today we did bad blacks. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, Fury, you have come next door. We appreciate you. Sure. What the fuck is going on in the world of Kid Fury? Uh, constant angst, alcoholism. <laughs> um, Hey, you sure if Kid Fury's your big brother? He might be really mine. Like, I feel like this I mean, is, he's all like about, a, he's all, we share. We share like blood, blood here. This blood here. You. Oh, my <laughs> days. You started this. Boy, I'll tell you this. something, boy. I'll tell you who I, who's not loyal. You like, you could be my foster parent. <laughs> <laughs> so he said you're a rough 32, bro. It's a rough 32. <laughs> Remember we said that shit no, to He told, he told he somebody did. he was a rough 30 on live TV. <laughs> bro, we definitely did. Yeah, right, bro. We're not doing this this whole episode, did. bro. All right, bro. Do you remember? Yo. I remember that. Live TV, he told him he was a rough 30. That was crazy. Have you, what, Wait, it wasn't about 29. It might have been 29. We don't remember. We don't remember. What's that nigga's name? It doesn't matter. Zach Fox. That's his name. It don't matter. Okay. No, fuck that. I want everybody to go Google him right now. Oh, no, he did like he had a long couple years. like he's been through it. All whatever it is, he's been through it. So Zach for with this, a K or with an H? <laughs> I think an H. Is that H? Whatever it was, what uh, he said he was twenty eight, and he didn't look like. And we all were aghast. He had hard. He had some hard years. He he did have some hard years. I'm it, sure it was, he has white in his family. Yeah, probably. Well. <laughs> it, but he was like twenty six, twenty seven. It was something. He was bro. Just rough. He looked old rough. enough to be fathers. All of ours. Look, look, here you go. Watch, watch now. All of a sudden, Kip under thirty, nice. under thirty. Now, all of a sudden, he's he's finds the I'm nice thing. I'm trying to. I'm using my spirit of discernment. There we go. There we go. <sighs> he look younger than you. Wow. Get the fuck. Wow. There's no possible way. Shit. Oh my god, I love it here. It's an amazing place. Yo, you came home at the bright time. Amazing place. I, I look it. younger than both. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm going to get a shape up. Because then, when now when this shape up is shaped up. And I don't have it. Wow. When this wow. shape up is shaped up, I look back my age. Uh-huh. Scruff adds a few years. Okay. All right. It does. Very Jim Jones inspired right now. Wow. What the fuck Whoa. to hell, Ryan? <laughs> That's what you can do. This is what we're doing the whole day. Like, this is what we do. Niggas turn on me. Hey man, we. we, we <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. get the fuck off me, Mac Wilds. It's all good. Fucking shoe program, <laughs> niggas. Put cases on all yeah. you bitches. <laughs> Fucking ass. Fury, oh. how, how did you make it through the pandemic? Well, or, or the that that very rough segment. Well, I mostly made it through the Pantene Pro V by minding my <laughs> minding my business. Uh, literally, figuratively, staying at home, raising my uh Yorkshire Terrier, hey, and um, you know, doing the podcast thing that I do, um, 
Yelling at niggas, lying to niggas. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Sounds about quarantine-ish. Yeah. Sounds about quarantine It was very, very, very quarantine. And did you, you pick know. up any new hobbies in quarantine? Yelling at niggas, lying to <laughs> niggas. No. Um, now, I want to know what the lies were because you were at home. Like, no, you were somebody I believe. Joking. I don't, I have not lied to a nigga. How many days? In <laughs> years. And since dog years? High school, probably. That's the last time you lied to a nigga was high school? Yeah. Wow. You're lying wow. to a nigga right Look now. You lying to a nigga to right He's lying to three niggas right I'm now. such an honest person. I can't tell a lot. It's like knives out. You see knives out? Yes, yes. Unfortunately, I'll, I'll throw. I'll vomit. I can't even. Can't wow. do it. I can't even do it. Wow. Yeah, I physically get ill. Um, <laughs> but he's good at this. It's almost like he's been podcasting for a long time. I've just you know? been um, impulse shopping via Jeff Bezos. I've been spending so much money on Amazon. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I definitely added to that nigga's pockets this entire quarantine. Yeah, but you're a father now, so... I have to. Do you understand how how expensive... Well, you know know how much diapers are. I I would have a guess. Yeah, yeah. You know how expensive diapers are. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't a, make sense. I stopped, but I've been stopped paying for that. In case that. people don't know, that's stealing. the kid's couch over there. I was about to. And you start yeah. stealing. No, 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 no. I was two, See, look, two seconds. Look, but the thing is. Go right under the, they go right under the thing. You got to understand, Christina is, uh, Christina, she's got me on this crazy health kick, right? So even the diapers have to be like holistically you made and all that. You steal those. Oh, no, no, no. Where it's was it's, the era in, in Black Mom where they were all like, Holistic, vegan. Yo, it's crazy. All of my baby's diapers need to be made of wheat and corn. Son. <laughs> and they will eat Shit happened nothing like last but week. Brussels sprouts. Can your baby get a Capri Sun? Can your baby <laughs> get a noun later? Like, they go, damn. This is what I tell those mothers. I've been not a mother. I've just been a father since I'm yeah, 17. Oh, that's it. That's that's. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, I understand. But sure. what yeah. what I tell what what I told Chris, uh-huh. what I tell any new mother, new parents that's on <clears> that <throat> kick, I'm like, you'll see. It switches. Oh, it reverses. You will see because there will come a time where you're like, fuck it, just eat that, just eat eat whatever. Get away from me, and whatever is in that corner is yours. You got adults, so it's a whole different thing. We're not gonna keep calling my kids adults. <laughs> Um, <laughs> high school is. But say your daughter's whoa, legit. Whoa, whoa, we're 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 taking shots now. Let's wow. relax, okay? Wow. Okay. Wow. High school. You don't have to bring it up. All right. Your yeah. kids take shots already. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe she's old enough. Right? Jesus, she's fourteen. Christ. I don't know what she's doing. She's old enough friends. in the Bahamas. She's, li- yeah. Listen, Bahamas. I seen. Uh, what's that show called? Your your oh, yeah. your, your yeah, euphoria. Yeah. Euphoria. Is Whatever. Crazy. I don't know what's going on. Euphoria. That's what <laughs> yeah, you just said. euphoria. That was crazy. Euphoria. Whatever it is, she's probably doing it, and I can't do nothing about it. If she got her nose pierced, she's talking about a tattoo. Yeah, I got a nose pierced for her birthday. I mean, well, you're her dad. Like, I mean, look at you. What are you supposed to say no? Right. I'm like, what do you want to do? Like, it's your world. Like, I can't. I'm just not gonna tell no because I just there's so many other things I have to worry about. True. Yeah. There's, True. Those are the things like, that absolutely. worrying about you lying about something you don't have to lie about. Not gonna just. You know, like my parents, I, I tell Mac all the time, like my parents look at me sideways because I tell them like, yeah, my kids could curse. Just don't curse around me. But Damn, like, I'm not I'm not going to waste my time telling agree. them not to curse. To be honest, there's a lot of reasons. One, a white man gave power to those words. No white, like what a white man says is not going to supersede what I say. So True if, y'all, if you want to curse, sure, just don't do it around me until you're 18. 
But sure, go ahead, curse. I be hearing them, and I be loving it. Like I, I love to hear the way my youngest. She know how to put that motherfucker did, together, she, boy. I, I know, I know my, that. That's my, my dog. That's my dog. Oh, that's my dog. Ride. That's my dog. Boy, she know how to put that motherfucker together. I came in. I came in the room one day, and she was like, "Motherfucking dumbass." She, she is the gangster. Out of the two, she is the gangster. Out of the two. See, I personally hope they get there one. Whatever Please, they're really on their way two. to, I hope it fails. I feel like I would love to curse with your children. You would. Yeah. You but would. But if they were my children, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said they can't curse around yeah. me to 18. It took me a while yeah. to even want to curse around my mom past 18. I like, still I didn't even, I, still I didn't want to do none of that. Like, I didn't want to curse at all. To this day, like, I feel like it happened recently where I was just like, fuck that. I, 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 I won't. Like, yes. you ever curse around your mom and then look and see how, how she reacts? Oh, 200%. No. Like, shit. Dad, I don't curse around my parents. Hey, listen, I listen. I cursed in front it. of my mother. I think the first time I cursed in front of my mother was... It was when one of my cousins passed away. Mm. And it was at the funeral. And I was and I, I think I was crying and, and all of that. I just came home from shooting 90210. I'm sniffling. I'm trying to hold it together for the family. And I just said, fuck. And I stopped. Like, my tears ran up inside of my eyes. <laughs> And I looked at her and she was like, that's all good, baby. And I was like, oh, it's lit. It's up from now on. And from then on, I, I, the door was open. It was a wrap. No, no. I So I remember I was like 13 and, and was realized like, okay, I can say nigga around my mom. Like we can, we can trade niggas okay. back and forth. Yeah, yeah, But that's it. That, it doesn't go anywhere. My mom cursed that. so much that it was just like, eventually she knew she was going to create a curse. But, but the crazy thing is I don't curse a lot. But I think that's why. Nah, I've I think heard, I was. I've seen. I've seen Ra like. Yeah, I only see him curse when he's like mad. That's what I'm about to say. I see Ra curse. When Ra curses, you know it's like a real serious situation. Some shit. Like I don't like some people just curse in their normal day. Like that's me. Through fuck shit, and I I just don't have. I just don't. I wake up and run through about thirty of them just to make the day feel good. Ah shit, motherfucker, bitch, suck my dick. Stupid bitch, black motherfucker. Like I get that out, and I'm like, you good. I legit go through cursing phases. Like, <laughs> what? like, uh, like there's certain times <laughs> in my life where I used more curse this a certain curse word more than others. Like during my 90210 phase, I used the word cunt a lot. Oh, I can cool. understand Everybody why you run a lot of whites. Yeah, lots of whites. That's also <laughs> the one of my. I I personally truly Treasure. I, enjoy I love, cunt. Yeah, yes, it's yes. such a great curse word. But it had okay two reasons why cunt is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, curse words. One, great mouthfeel. It feels great to it's say. Like, it's like a good cognac. Like cunt. It feels cunt, like cunt. It just, there's something mm. very satisfying cunt. about the way that it feels when you say it to me. Are we doing a curse, t- doing a curse, a curse tasting, tasting right now? Cunt. But also, too, much more powerful than the first reason, it really offends white people. I thought oh, that was what you were going to lead with. I found out that later in life and was like, <laughs> like they cunt. hate it. Yeah, they hate it. Do they, they hate cunt more it. than cracker? Oh yeah, they don't hate crackers. They don't even crackers. Crackers like crackers like I think crackers like you know how like when your parent when you're too old for a whooping but you like sell it to your parents you're like oh I can't wait to get (laughs) I think that is what I think that's what they tell us to you know like and I'm not saying I've been in situations this but I have and there's white people that slip up and say that uh, nigger 
And they'd be like, well, you can call me a cracker. I feel like that's the word to just... Yeah, bro. Like, yo, no. you call... I don't matter, but they never they say you call me a cunt. cunt. They don't they care don't about cracker. But when you say that cunt... Oh. They'd rather you call him a cracker than uh, Karen. They'd rather you call him a cracker than neighbor. Yeah. But yeah, you call him that cunt, that slaps a little slap. Kind of like, they will take you to court. All right, but... I got to put that in the I got to put that in the book. Because you know, like, as when you get frustrated as like as a black male, especially, or as a black person... You try to find that word that really triggers oh, somebody, yeah. oh, and you yeah. try to use words, and they laugh like how that doesn't. I found it. Cunt is the Cunt one. Cunt is the one. They yeah, hate that shit so you. much. And like, I knew cracker didn't enough. bother. I knew cracker didn't bother people when my dad would be on set. You know, my dad is like a he, he's one of those old school black men who just almost a hotep. Almost. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that should be its own section. There, there's almost. hoteps. And then almost a whole tap. Yeah, my that's my dad. Mm-hmm. So we on, he's on set. I brought him on set. He, he's going to cut my hair because, you know, the white people don't know how to cut nobody's hair. That is a fact. And uh, my dad is, he's walking around the set. He's walking around in front of all of the grips guys and, and all of the castmates on the phone being a nigga, of course. Um, on the phone talking to my uncle, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on, a, I'm doing this 90210 shit with Mac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the show with all the crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out here. He's out here doing this damn show. You know, regular, whatever. And everybody walked around like my dad didn't say anything. Me, terrified. Like yeah. I'm about to lose my job. People are like, do 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 do. Hi, Tristan's dad. Cracker. Yeah, that's me. Cracker. Me right here. But soon as you switch it up, want to take a picture? Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, with it, it's crazy. What's supposed to do about it? The thing I love about cunt though is like. For for decades and decades, cunt has for like gay people, like specifically gay black and brown people, the word cunt has been a compliment. It's usually right. used as something like, real like cunty. it's mm-hmm. like f- when something is like very like feminine and like really like well put together, pretty, like whatever. Like, you know, like you'd be like, Oh, that's really cunt. Like it, it meant to be something good. Yeah. So just hearing or witnessing usually Caucasian women uh, get just very uproarious oh and, and bent out of shape when it's like, we're actually saying something kind and yeah. actually ain't nobody <laughs> fucking talk to you in the first place, Alice. So if you mind your business. Jesus Christ. I enjoy it. Listen, I'm glad we got you here because, you know, we've been doing like this, not even like on purpose, like not even intentional. Like we've just been doing like, a lot of self-exploration on this podcast and within these conversations, we've like, we had a conversation last week about grief and like just dealing with it. Uh, me and Ryan and, and cousin Juan, we had a conversation shit about everything, but just about like yeah. show, learn learn how to show up for yourself. You've always been someone who intrigues me in a way that you deal with fame. Like you yeah. almost, you like are the anti embracer of fame. It's like, you do this thing that everybody in the world would love to get credit for. And like, instead of you taking the credit and saying, you know, even taking your flowers, <laughs> push it away. You're like, no thanks. Uh, like, like even I, I was even, I, to the show say, I don't even want to say he pushes them away. He just leaves them at the door. <laughs> he, he walks right by them. <laughs> Literally, there's no meet and greet. He's like, just walk you know, right by You know them. what's crazy? The way what you just said, it, it, it means so much to me because when I first met you the first time, y'all had a live show. 
and I didn't know shit about podcasting. Mm-hmm. That was like when we uh, were, that was when we were still like probably pre-recording, probably didn't yeah, even release. We didn't shit. release yet. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you invited Mal, Sue invited me. I wasn't invited, but it was cool. I came along. <laughs> Same. He had pulled a plus. up. Just pulled nah, up. Nah, yeah, it was you. I think I hosted that one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, you did. So me just uh being that's my first live show I've ever been to on any podcast and seeing the way it was ran and the way you just like you said, it was like, yes, I know y'all look at me as a celebrity, but fuck that shit. You was, was like, like, I'm everybody's cousin. I'm, it was I'm, a, I'm here. It was this, this is our show, and I'm gonna talk to y'all like how I want. I'm not. It's not politically correct. And from that point on, I realized like when it comes to these shows in your own podcast, you got to make your own world. You got to make your mm-hmm. own vision. You got to have your. Is own Is that life. why you know what that makes sense now? Like why? Like being able to see, like being able to put pieces together is always dope for me, right? Like I've always wondered, like as Ryan became more comfortable being a podcaster. His demeanor changed in regards to that. Like, when we first started, it was like, like, I, I always talk about it. He left me and Mac hanging at fucking Roots Picnic. Like, we opened, it, I think we opened, and then that other podcast went, and y'all went. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. No, y'all didn't go. We were not there. They, 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 they said, y'all didn't go. They said we dubbed it. That's why we got we invited. Go. That's why we got invited. <laughs> yes, we did we, appre- we appreciate you for dubbing it. We, we appreciate you. Cheers. Once, Once again. Yes. Lord's looking out. But the head, but so so y'all know the headline. The headline dropped out. The headliner. Dropped <laughs> the headline out. dropped out, and, and they had the, the other, we, people, the other yeah. people. They weren't the up. They weren't the headline, but they went. They they, they went, they went there. They, they went. The they went the headline time. They wasn't, and they just put us up. But yes, <clears> that's, <throat> you want to be this happened. Yeah. Yeah. It happened. So so the thing is, so like Ryan's demeanor back then was very much like, oh no, y'all don't know me. Like me and Mac are literally getting like. Oh my God! Yeah, and Ryan's nice. like, I treated it like how you treated it, like so. And like his demeanor had just been very, I own this, I own this. So that's why I'm always interested about why you or like what what caused you to interact with it that way. I don't mm. care. Like I, Whew. shit, <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's spirit animal. That's really powerful, though. I don't care about that part of it. Like it's. First of all, I'm a dork, and I've spent most of my life being one, and I've, I've fully embraced it, especially into my like adulthood and stuff like that. But I've never been the person who, for most of my life, was like celebrated, or I was just like class clown, like whatever. But for what most of what I'm doing, like professionally, I do because I just genuinely appreciate humor and like the healing factor of the laugh and Hmm. um just like the shit that is done for me and i like don't need the extras do you remember the first time laughter healed you not specifically but i just know that like for most of like through middle school high school era for me i spent a lot of time outside of school just in my room with the door closed, watching Martin, watching the Parkers, watching mm-hmm. like all of these fuck mostly black, black sitcoms. Show. Yeah, man. Um, and that for me was very healing, and like the little nuances of what made Martin Lawrence funny to me, and like his like physical comedy and the way that he uses his body mm-hmm. to like make jokes and like. Uh, like Monique's facial expressions and like mm-hmm. Sanford and Son, Fred Sanford's like like the, like all of these little things. Like never even really like sat back studying and na- and taking notes. But I feel like that to me was was really healing. And I think it was like, oh, this is what I want to do. Not just because it's fun or it's funny, but because it makes me feel better. Mm. And so 
most of what I do feels more like an assignment than a privilege or like, mm. or, or I don't care about like, I, I it, it's, it's hard because I don't want people to think that I don't appreciate the like recognition or the appreciation, but I don't think I'm ever going to get to a place where I'm just like, yeah, like I don't, I'm that's, that, but that, that's why I was like, I think it's, it's I not a, it. it's not a, you push it away. You give niggas the address to send the flowers. You just leave it at the door. I think I'm it's not a, coming down to yeah, you. Yeah, it's like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate but it. But Uber driver is like, yeah, I might as well leave it at the door. And <laughs> like, I'm not going to post me. them. Like, I might pick the flowers up and take them inside and put them down or somewhere. I'm going to put it on social media. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to be like, oh, look. People are flowers. Yeah, like, I don't. It's just like, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but again, I think a part of what is really dope about uh, our show and like podcasting in general, if you make it, this is that it doesn't have to be, there doesn't have to be like this wall between you and the person that's listening where it's like, I am celebrity. Don't you love me? And then they just, right. and then they do that. Right. Like right. I think the reason that people enjoy our show and probably your show and a lot of other people's favorites is because you listen to it and you feel like you're, you're a part of a conversation. Right. Are you listening to people that, you either feel like, oh, like that's my cousin, or like this reminds mm-hmm. me of my best friend, or something like that, rather than like I'm listening to X, Y, and Z celebrity because I don't give a fuck about that. I, I feel I like don't. definitely like with us, especially I, I, I just had this conversation literally two minutes ago talking to you, and you were like, the reason about we this got music- Bino French in here, everybody clap it up. I was talking to Bino. Just here, you have to clap because we're in here, and like it's a thing. Like you gotta clap. <laughs> There's healing power in the class. Exactly. Wow. But um, I was talking to him. We were talking about like music and A and R and shit, and how I used to be A and R, and people could call me A and R now too. But I really don't care. And I was saying exact words was, "Yo, I fuck with my people and I fuck with what they do, but I really don't care about this shit. Like, I don't care about what you think about me, how you think my job is, how you think I did my job. Because at the end of the day, that's not going to make me be a better person. Thinking about how you think about me." Do you, so, do you think that's a learned behavior? Is that it? Uh, in your, like, is the not caring? Is that like um, a trauma response or? Tri- I, I, I don't. I think right. there's a little bit of not like I. I grew up with my mom really not. She wasn't a hugger. She wasn't like a, a real like embracing love type shit. So I really wore that on my sleeve. Like, all right, you don't do it, so I don't have to do it in a way type shit. So that's me in general. But when it comes to work, I feel like I want my work to show its worth. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to look at me just because I'm around celebrities and shit to be like, oh, you're cool because you're with. Like, nah, these are actually my friends. Their jobs are their jobs. So don't put me in that box because that's not who I want to be or where I want to be looked at. Like, that's just not it. So when he says that, I totally get it. And like I said, that first show, when I saw he could just be himself and not have to make him. I go to these other shows, which I don't like going to, but I go. And it's like you put on this whole big person that you're not. Yeah, and then yeah, I yeah. see you outside of it. It's, it's like your person. your friends ain't even like that. Like it's like when somebody goes to college and they think they're gonna meet nobody that they know, so they come there and they act like the big dude. Yeah, I got all these girls and I did this and that. And then your sophomore year, somebody from your school really come and they're like, "Yo, <laughs> that's not you, fam." Th- y'all yeah. thought he? We used to give him wedgies in the yeah. hallway every day, and y'all and he put this whole persona. It's just like that. It's like I know you, and I know how you are. And I know who I know who you are. So don't don't make it seem like you're somebody you're not. So when I seen him on stage and people are like really about him, but it's because of him, that made me want to change the whole when I first came to podcast, I had to look at y'all and like kind of base the way I talked off of how y'all did bounce off ideas mm-hmm. and be kind of like in a in a hole, not a hole, but like in a little corner of just saying words when I can. Then I realized like that's not gonna make me want to do this. Right. 
Like I can't change and my way. And it doesn't way. really give the fans it, anything. It, but for good. me, it wasn't even about the fans. It's about y'all. Like mm. I did the podcast to be my my niggas. Like yeah, that was talk to y'all about some shit. So I didn't care who listened at that time. Now it's like I right, get fans are gaining and money comes into play. But at the time, it was like, yo, do my niggas approve? Mm-hmm. Like, do they think this shit is good? And once I realized, like. Yeah, I didn't care about how I did it. It was the way I wanted to do it. And I was like, I bet. I see people like him and other people like, I see people like you and, and Mac and y'all do y'all shit the way y'all want to do it. There's, y'all don't apologize for the way y'all act. Y'all don't, y'all don't want the credit where it's due or where it's not due. Right. You're just here to do y'all job. So that's what I took from, from seeing him and seeing you right. and just being around niggas. That's really true. Well, I mean, game. if I'm being honest and, you know, I, I don't want to make it weird, but that's a testament to the way I even, and I, I never knew what a podcast was until I heard The Read. The Read is the very first podcast I ever heard. And I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? I'm like, you were, I think you were talking, I'm not even going to say what y'all was talking about, but it was just like, it was an early on episode. So y'all was wilding. And it was like, I'm like, what? Okay. But I'm, I'm here. And it, it was something, it was something I held like kind for like two weeks or something. Like I, I didn't listen to in, in private, but it was like, I don't want to share this with anybody because mm. I feel like this is something that, is, it was that I'm moment. learning, right? And it was like two people who live completely different lives than I, I live, two completely different experiences. But at the end of the day, they're black. And this was right at the time of my, uh, not not discovery, right? Because I knew I was black all the time. But when I really started standing up in my blackness, lean, yeah, and I was like, really have, have and I'm like, your blackness. oh, so so in my mind, I'm hearing them and I'm like, not only they're unapologetically black, but they're also they're also unapologetically gay. Okay, so that means I can be unapologetically me, and then that's when you know he man woman haters club comes out, and then that's when I get close with Tax and OG mm-hmm. Reg. Rest in peace. But that's when. Uh, but hold that's on, when happy birthday OG Reg. OG yeah, Reg's yeah, birthday yeah. just happy passed. Birthday. Happy birthday OG Reg. Um, that's when the blessings start coming. Mm-hmm. Like I always say, there's no such thing as a corny individual. True. Be- no, 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 hear me that. out. No, hear me out. Hear yeah. me out. Okay. Just because, <laughs> just because you like to do certain things that's that's you like, that doesn't make you corny. When you start doing shit that's not you, that's when it's that's corny. when it's corny. Like if you like reading books and you're a nerd or whatever, that's not corny because you like doing. I that. would say though. You see, but, but you gotta, you gotta. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. There's so much peace and blessings in that sentiment, and I agree with you. However, Take your left. I disagree Take your that left. there is not a. There is. I would disagree that there is no such thing as a corny individual, and challenge that a corny individual is actually the opposite of that, and that a corny individual is someone who laments and things that they don't they, that they may not truly, truly care enjoy about yeah. okay. mm. for the you know intent of like validation or you know outward celebration well, can, fix, I, about to, can I say corny is not you, putting always I'm, a negative term about to say, I feel I'll like say, corny is always just you, like to negative to fix what you're about to say well, to, to, uh, not even to fix what you what you were trying to say it's it's more like a, uh, every, the niggas that are corny are niggas that are just trying too hard. Yeah. For real. That, yes. Yeah. But I'm saying, if you're yourself, does that make you corny and you're not no, trying to no, 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 that's, no. But that, that's my whole point. Oh, okay. My whole point is, now. if you're, you're being yourself, yeah. you're not corny. The minute you change yourself to be somebody else, that's exactly. corny. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Fury, I, I, so, understandably, you are the, kind of one of the, the sparks for, so many well for us you're on that you're on that Rushmore for like, me yeah. this podcast would not exist if it was not for that's the a fact. Nah, I'll be real you're right. on that Rushmore because because even at the time when the first show I went to 
I didn't even see Mouse on stage like that. You know what I mean? And then to nah, see him. Hold on. I'm about to say, listen, understand. Mouse Jones is a host always first and foremost. But him being on that stage for you guys, it felt like it felt like a homecoming at Mouse's school. Like Mouse felt like he had to do extra. Yeah, he did. No, he's right. He did. I, so I feel dude, like that was that was the first time I hosted for you. That was a real? I was about to say that, that was the, the first time, time I hosted, hosted for, for us. And it was like, no, because remember before then I had hosted two or three of friend zones. Okay. And yes. then, yeah, and then yeah, literally yeah, yeah. I'ma tell you, and you know, this so Alex says, Alex says to me and she says, Mouse, what are you doing this day? And I'm like, uh, I think I just have to record this new podcast I'm doing. And then that's it. She's like, that's how you said it. Literally, literally because we were we were we weren't out yet. So I was just like, I'm recording this new podcast I'm doing, but that's it. And she was like, okay, because Fury and Crystal want you to host the read. It would have. I was like, (laughs) that that message had I had to read it again. I'm like, they know they know me. Yes, yes, I would. I, I'm doing it. When I tell so you, when Mouse I show, was excited, yeah. yo, when excited. we when we super got excited. when he forget that the whole finished. car ride, the whole we car, go over yeah. there. I remember we got Chinese food across yeah. the street. Yeah, He's like, yo, boy. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the little rice because I gotta be ready. I'm like, but mind you, I'm like, yo, what? Uh, what do we even? I don't even know what we're going to. I was like, podcast live show. What I'm is still this? explaining. We're huh? still explaining to Ryan because he had to understand what a podcast was. Yeah. So we're still explaining it. So now I'm like, I'm like I, yo, I, a live one. I was like, people go up and they show up, and then when I get there, and people gonna be there, I'm like. Hundreds of women, and I'm just like. I remember this event very clearly. (laughs) I I remember being pissed when I. I don't remember why. You. I just remember when I pulled up. I was livid. I don't remember what the fuck I was mad. I remember you asking about someone on your rider that wasn't there, but it wasn't. It wasn't too big of something on your rider, but I knew something. Probably alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like why is this not? You like no henny? There's nothing on my rider (laughs) besides Hennessy and maybe chips. (laughs) There was chips and there was no liquor. But that's what I'm saying. It it was something minuscule for the rider to to I knew or something before that that happened. It was just like yeah, I was pissed. And he was like Um, on the other side of the backstage. Oh no, I didn't see him. He was like on the other side of backstage. I remember I was sitting in the back. And I was, there was like like a little bar, the bar, right, bar water stools there. right there, and like y'all were more over like on the other side, and I was mm-hmm. like intentionally not going over there because I was like I don't want to talk to nobody, I don't want nobody talking to me. <laughs> like I'm gonna go over everything I gotta say in this goddamn shit today, and then I'm taking my fucking black ass home. <laughs> but then like when we pulled up, like, I think that you know, thankfully I'm blessed with this ability to just like turn it on when I need to turn it yes. on mm-hmm. thankfully so when we got up there it was great and then I like I saw, I already I knew who y'all were so when I saw like I knew you were hosting and it was like know me. I, I, I did know who y'all you were you didn't know like, me you might have known them at that time I was I wasn't even nobody didn't know man I saw <laughs> y'all in the front there we yeah. go. Yep. and I was like oh okay they came to the show that's cool I don't remember that this was the first thing that you did for us because yeah, I, I was very familiar with you hosting at the time, which is mm-hmm. I think probably why. It's and then I, w- I was supposed to do y'all show at um, I was supposed to do y'all show at the uh, at the Apollo, mm-hmm. but Trap Karaoke was the same day, and I just got on tour with them. Right. So yeah, so. So I, and I literally was just no, hey Jason, don't be mad, but it did Woo. take a little bit of thinking. It wasn't an easy. It wasn't an easy. Hey, I'm doing Trap Karaoke. You got to do this. It was a light. Mean. I mean, it's like uh, you niggas may have to be hostless, <laughs> but like for one of these cities. <laughs> yeah. the I'm doing the Apollo. Point, to the earlier point, we started doing the podcast in like February 2013, I think, maybe mm. March, and it was like I just moved here. I have no money, and I was like, I need to just be doing something so I don't feel like discouraged. 
and Crystal was working a regular job. She was doing it with me as a favor. And so one of the things I say to people, because like now and for the past couple of years, podcasting has been so capitalized, especially 200%. because of like corporate America and stuff is capitalized off of it so much. I feel like a lot of young, like newer podcasters feel a lot of pressure to meet a certain standard and within a certain time range or else they get like discouraged and they don't want to do it no more. Mm. And it's like, the, to me, the thing that makes a great podcast is your individual experience perspective however niche it may be mm. specific it may be i say shit on the, my podcast all of the time and i'm like i don't fuck if two people hear this tomorrow i know what i'm talking about that's enough for me <laughs> because i i find satisfaction in the fact that like you knew what i was talking mm-hmm. about i don't know how many people listen to this podcast i've never checked this i haven't checked this number in a year i don't Millions. know like so when you first started yeah, you was names. checking numbers no, like we really never? weren't. Like, no, I I never checked numbers, was, but like when oof. we first started the podcast, it was still so like fresh, and like you know, loudspeakers was still very new and yeah. things like that. So Chris, uh, one of the founders Chris of the of loudspeakers and Reggie, like they were very much like here are the numbers. Like, so we were a lot, I think a lot more aware of what the show was doing in terms of performance because they kept us in the loop of that, but. I, I mean, don't and the ad dollars rolling and having yeah, like, like and, something right. And that was the thing when we started it too. We never knew we could make money it, from it. It was just something to do <laughs> like, to not it, feel like I was wasting. I also, I also yeah, think man. like it wasn't really if they didn't give you the numbers, they really weren't at your fingertips as they are right now. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. For us, when we they got on, when we finger, got on, yeah. I was like this because I knew where to go. I'm like, and I used to tell them, I'd be like, "Yo, get out those numbers, bro." I used to just look, get out I those look numbers. until it got to a point where I used to listen to every episode until a point where I was just like, you know what? Cool, it's out on Monday. Let's go. You'll be it's asking me, like, yo, what happened? I'm like, I don't even remember that. And that's shit. the thing is, like, that shit just, it doesn't fucking serve you at all. Cause, like, if your podcast on average gets 300 listens, and like, don't fucking feel, first of all, have you seen what 300 people in one place together looks yeah, it like? It looks like a movie. It's a insane. Movie. It looks like a movie. One, if you could put 300 people in a room, you're doing something. You're right. doing Absolutely. something. Right. And two, one of those weekly 300 people could be puffy. Like, 200%. you don't know who to fuck. Like, it could be anybody. So just, like, do what you want to do and, and, and do the best that you can to make sure that you're fucking enjoying it or whatever. I but. think as long as you're not intentionally shortchanging your listeners, right? That's what I tell the podcast. It's just, like, if you have 300 people every week, my nigga, you're doing something. Because it's what I've realized with podcasting, the space, what, what I've I've made work is that if you're a, not a nobody, but if you're an up-and-coming person starting a podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When we started, I, when I started, I'm not talking about now, it's completely different now. But if you're an up-and-coming podcaster, that's all you're doing. And you found a way to entertain 150 people 
every week. Shush. You can monetize that. You'll be fine. Absolutely. The problem is if you have 150 people this week, and then next week you have 70 people, (laughs) and then a week after that you got 50 people, you're doing something wrong. Fix that. It's got to revalue. Revalue what you're doing. But if you can keep those people, you're you're fine. I I think a lot of that goes for me especially. At first, I think I was... Even like when I said I was just doing it for us, in the back of my mind, it still counted like how many people listened. But then the more I did it, I started really doing it for me yeah. instead of thinking about who is going to be out there listening. But this. you could and, tell. And once I did it for me, I'm like, I'm enjoying this way more. It's way more fun. I could really talk about myself and not have any like apology, being apologetic about it. It's like, I'm not thinking about who's going to go on Monday and listen to this because it doesn't matter to me. This is my therapy session with my niggas. You, I mean, but, you, but you can tell, right? Like, you can you can tell, like, when somebody's really, when somebody actually catches that groove, when actually somebody's really getting comfortable in their, in their space, right? Creating their own space. Because they are, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, just the, the conversation, the... How they how they handle themselves, and again, you guys, unless you're looking at this on YouTube, we're just talking heads. Like you just press play, and you just hear a bunch of voices talking. But there's a difference between the people who are super comfortable in this mm-hmm. and like love to do it just to pull up and get there, get that moment to laugh to, to have their therapy. Or, That's the part I tell people. Like if you're not really, and, I, and this by no means do we mean for this to become like podcasting one hundred and one. No, of course, but not. it's like. I started as a genuine fan of of The Read. That was the only podcast I was listening to for two months. And it was like, I would listen to the weekly episode, and as soon as that was over, the rest of the week I'm listening to the old episode. I want to catch up. I want to hear everything. So I remember being so annoyed if anybody bothered me, if I had to take my headphones out, and then I had to stop listening to The Read or the listening. Like, like mm-hmm. what the fuck do you want? It's like, uh, for, for, this is not MSNBC. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. this isn't Good Morning America. You're just fucking having a podcast or just conversation. I mean, depending on however you format it, right, right, of course. But you're just speaking. Mm-hmm. That's it. And the whole purpose of the a, a part of a huge part of the deciding factor of of me calling Crystal to do with with me was because I was like the conversations that we have just personally are ridiculous and hilarious, Sorry. and I feel like that people would enjoy it because I enjoy it. So we never even approach it on some, like, we're going to make a show that sounds like X, Y, and Z, and then here are the lights, and here's the smoke, or whatever. It was just like, no, like, we always laugh when we speak to each other. Maybe other people will laugh, too. That that was going to be my next question. Was there, like, before you guys' podcast started, was there anybody who who you guys were listening to uh, or somebody that you would really draw, I guess, even slight inspiration from? No. Like the, not not from podcasts. 2013, like, that shit was fresh. I know. Yeah, like, there's only white. Fresh. It there's was like most of the podcasters honestly were white. The f- first group of like mostly black and brown podcasters that I had ever seen were at loudspeakers. It was Reggie's show, it was Combat Jack mm-hmm. show, it was like Sneaker Pimps and some other people, like reality. It was literally like all of the shows that were on loudspeakers <laughs> at the time were the only people fan I bros, had ever I think seen. Early fan on bros. Fan mm-hmm. Bros. Mm-hmm. They were the only ones I had ever seen that were non-white that had podcasts or whatever so most of my experience was from like youtube and that kind of those spaces and shit like that but like at the time i was like again i ain't got shit else to do (laughs) and you know we crack each other up all of the fucking time so maybe this would be funny to other people as well but now it's like you know 
Doritos and Verizon own podcasts and networks <laughs> and, and and there's just so much more pressure on it on top of the fact that every fucking three-year-old your baby probably got a whole famous TikTok page at this point now because listen, these fucking hey, kids listen listen no, I, she, I say, Tristan's I, a big deal on Instagram and uh yeah, she got followers she yeah, she, never, she's a big deal she will never have a TikTok no, I can't say that. I can't say yeah, that. She probably has one. You probably have no idea. Listen, like, Tristan's book club is probably all over TikTok. It's probably doing numbers. Jesus it's like any Christ. 12 year old that can like keep up with an eight count has 7,000 followers on average. <laughs> eight now. count is crazy. It's ridiculous. So it's real easy for you to feel like shit. When you start a page for your podcast and it takes a while for it <laughs> Listen, to, you know, crack we're, 500. Or we're whatever. at that. Now. We're not at that now because we know what we did, but it's like, even just in the during the pandemic is when we hit like this wall. I would say creatively, because he was in uh, Virginia. Yeah, I, was I, was in say, New York. I don't want to say we hit a creative wall. We it was more of a we, it was a physical wall. It was a physical we couldn't, wall. Physical couldn't wall. be next to each creative, other. Yeah, and it was like, damn, all it like all of our problems that we had could have been fixed if we were able to record together. But we, we can't, had great ideas. We had great ideas. We had, I, but you can't do them over Zoom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even our YouTube going from like a video that would do like 8,000, 10,000 views. Now it's just us in these ugly ass boxes and now it's getting 100 views and we like, oh, should we keep doing this? Like, oh, oh, what, what are we doing? I think maybe for what I tried to think of as the saving grace and a lot of that was that unless you're like a part of the 1%, everyone was dealing with that right, true indeed. like literally kind of everybody even the richest of the rich the most successful everybody kind of was on an even playing field for a lot of the pandemic because we're all dealing with the mm-hmm. same sort of situation we couldn't be in the same room we couldn't do whatever whatever everybody kind of had to be using the same devices and software and zoom and whatever the fuck so and I feel like podcasts during pandemic weren't the greatest thing to do everybody's home listening to music or watching movies and stuff true. like that I don't feel like mm-hmm. listening to pod which is normally a going to work thing or or working overnight thing, which is the right. norm. I don't, we just didn't get any of that, and us being in different places really hurt us. So that's when we kind of reevaluated shit, and it got us back we to thinking about out. what mm-hmm. makes us happy, and yeah. that's the basis of why I do this podcast. The brotherhood of it, to be honest, that shit. I'm about to us. say low key. Absolutely. It was the how we started was. Low key, the same exact the same way, way you guys started. When I tell you, it was, actually, it was your birthday party, bro. Mm-hmm. Me and you had the conversation that day, and I was but like, that, "Yo, no, that, that was when we had." Well, that was the when we had the conversation. first conversation about it. We but thought we, about but it. We thought about it before that because we were at a, we would be at a bunch of parties or we'd be at little clubs, this, that, and the third. And whenever Mouse, which it would be always me and Ryan, whenever Mouse decided to pop up, and it was all three of us. We would all, and it, it, I swear to God, it was always like clockwork. We could be in a low key in the middle of last lap, having a conversation just between the three of us. I know, right? Biggie. Shout Literally, out to Biggies. Right? Shout out to Biggies. Don't know about that other Shout, shout out to Biggies. Uh, we could legit have a conversation between the three of us, and there'd be a crowd that forms mm-hmm. around us and wants to join in or start the laughing. That happened the last time at, the last time I was at last lap a few weeks ago, that happened when Ryan was there. Yeah, but we really looked at each other, and I, I remember I looked at you, and I was like, yo, bro, we ever thought about doing a podcast? At my birthday, at last and I was like, And I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, it's not the fact that, I'm not even thinking, I wasn't really thinking money, which I kind of was, but I was like, why don't we try Every this? time we talk shit, people just listen. And at the time, like I said, I didn't listen to podcasts. I barely listen now. <laughs> I just didn't think there was a podcast where there was three black males that were not scared to talk about their past, 
talk about their future, talk about real sexual encounters, real huh. mental breakdown. All the shit we're shit unlearning, that, we have to unlearn. All the like, shit yeah. that mm-hmm. we really go through as black people and as black males, especially us, because I heard women talk about it on their platforms before that, but it was like for guys to be like, yo, I had sex with this girl, I lost my virginity this way, I did this. It was like unheard of in my mind. To have that on a public To hear space. guys say, I wish I didn't. Yeah. Mm. I should have did this better. And absolutely. It was yeah. it was just unheard of to me. So for us to do it, which we would laugh, and of course we joke and we have fun, but to have real serious conversations amongst black men, in my mind I was like, if we can get this shit off, I don't care who likes this shit. Like, it's my mental. Yeah. It's it, it's a time for me yeah, to speak yeah. on my, my thousand shit. Percent. Yeah. thousand percent. And that's the thing. Like, you don't, you kind of have to overcome the idea of, like, who is listening to this or or where is like another example of this for me to understand that this is successful or where your whole shit could be like, all I do is talk about how much I love cereal or oatmeal or whatever. And you'll be surprised sometimes. Yo, you get a whole responses you get. You have to just talk about whatever the fuck you want to and just let the chips fall where they may. It's funny you said that. So ask somebody. So I've always listened, right? But I did realize that there came a point probably about like two and a half, three years ago where you became comfortable talking about yourself like in an introverted way, like in a not introvert, I'm sorry, in an introspective way. Right. Like you always talked about, you know, if you were sick or if you were annoyed, if you didn't like something. But, you know, there was a point where I checked on you like just, bro, you good? And like, you you know, you talked about depression and, you know, feeling mm. the feelings of not wanting to be anymore, like fighting through that. When your podcast is this light of joy for everyone else, you decided to you know lean the light in. What was what was that? What was the 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 reason for that? Well, because like because I, I love to see you smile about it. Like see you smile and talk care. about like, it. I feel again like a, a my assignment or my responsibility is joy. It's it's comedy. And so in moments where I started to feel less capable of providing that, I started to feel like it was only fair for me to talk about why. Mm. Because it's hard when I'm like really in depressed, depressed mode or like anxiety mode, especially because you can't always tell when it's going to come along or when it's going to trigger it. I felt like, you know what, I'm not going to just come on here and like stumble through this shit and then just suck. Like, it's probably better for me to say, hey, this is something I deal with. So, you know, you know where I'm at with things. And again, the the whole like nucleus of this thing is is humanity and being a regular ass fucking person. I'm not trying to be, you know, Wendy Williams or Joe Rogan or any of these (laughs) other mother and like more power. More power to him. I don't care whatever it is that works for you. But gotta be you just a regular person. So to me it was just kind of like especially when I first first really started diving into it, it was like this shit is killing me. It's way, 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 way too central in my life and like every day going on for me to act like it's not there. But then, again, a big part of it is, like, I'm supposed to be making people laugh. If that's harder for me, I'm going to talk about why. And nobody really can make... I haven't had an experience yet, thank God, that anybody has made, like, my path more difficult for me than I can. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, if I'm already literally dealing with and experiencing the difficulty of, like, being 
like going toe to toe with your inner cyber tour, beating yourself up, being depressed, being anxious. What the fuck are you going to say about it that's going to make it worse? You know what I'm saying? Like, hurt, you know what I mean? Like, I'm already beating my own ass. I'm already killing myself. What are you going to be like? Oh, you're depressed. Like, what the- is there is there a level of trust you had to have for in the audience to to be able to discuss that as well? No, not really. Um, I think it was just like trust. I think that I had to have in myself. The, oh, I'm about to say because again, this is a this, it's a podcast, right? We're not right in front of an audience mm-hmm. all the time unless it's live. Do you we think have a it's, nice little audience today? Yeah, shout, shout out to shout out to the audience. Clap it up for the audience. Clap it up for the audience. We see how we love y'all. Appreciate um, do you think it's more that you had to have uh, that you had to have trust in Crystal? Mm. Um, just to just to be able to kind of get into that conversation. Yeah, I think that was far more important than like the opinion of any one listener that I'm I'm not familiar with. Gotcha. Um, but I think I was a lot less concerned with that, and and we we're real friends. We're not just co-hosts. So like we speak and have spoken about a lot of that way before I was talking about it on the podcast Mm, as well. So mm. it was just kind of like, now we're at a point where I'm speaking about this with everyone. It was just like when you was ready to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I already had that comment. It's like, it's like with us. It's a lot of shit on here. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. I mean, like with me personally, it was like, I feel like I carry like so much baggage off this podcast because I feel like, (laughs) Just, I always take, like, that I'm the person, precisely, I'm Jones. the person who has Miles to, Jones. me to get to where I got, I had to put a lot of chips on my shoulder. But I don't think I ever took, to this day, I don't think I've ever taken a moment to, like, take them off until, you know, a, well, whatever. Uh, y'all, y'all, I'm about to fuck the continuity up. Y'all be fine. So, when we did the Breakfast Club, me and Nyla Simone for the, uh, for the What Podcast, that's when I felt like I could finally take some the chips off because from the moment I came in the industry in 2014 to now, I finally did everything I wanted to do on that initial bucket list. Mm-hmm. And everything leading up to that was everybody saying, oh, you can't do that. You're not going to be able to do that. You, you came from the hood and you didn't go to school. And you don't, you're not a part of a fraternity. You don't shake your shoulders except like none of that shit. Like, you know, the shimmy warriors, like, the, they, like, yeah, they're very, they, they, they don't like to let us in. You know, we, we were, we, we were talking about it the other day on the podcast, you know, the academia versus the hood niggas. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they yeah. like to keep us out. And so it was like, especially somebody like me who, okay, if I see what's wrong, I'm going I'm to call it out. That's your, no, no, no. They they you know, you're abrasive. That's, that's the problem. Suck my, a, they can suck my dick. They was wrong. That's it. Either way, because. Whoever I'm standing up for, I know that. I'm they, sorry, Cuba Gooden. I'm sorry. All right. Again. I'm sorry again. The point of the matter was, the point of the matter was, when we came to this podcast, I had a lot of that, and I've always been whether it was on He Man Woman Haters Club, any other podcast I did, any show I did for BT, any show I did for anywhere else, I still was very much Mouse Jones. You can't see what's behind there. Mm-hmm. This podcast, talking to these niggas every day. I'm like, oh my God. Well, being black and and especially being aware of your blackness, there isn't an era that we have or that we've been trained trained for that is of removing 
chips from your shoulder. We kind of just carry the chip and find like the best way to adjust with chips on our shoulder. And that's what I feel like I've been doing. That like knowledge and like sort of adjustment onto our kids and grandkids so that they can do the same. I think we're just now getting into a generation of black people that are trying to figure out how to do that. That's what I'm about to say. Even when we talk about like something as minute as me letting my kids curse, that's something I'm I'm actually, listen, y'all going to be little, two little black girls that's about to grow up to two black women. And I'd be damned if y'all start out listening to what some old white man said is a curse. Now, nah, y'all do what y'all want. Y'all figure that out. But when it came to these two guys right here, I give them so much credit because I was able to be around niggas I laugh and joke with all the time. But, you know, in a nonverbal way, they said, Mouse is okay. And I think they could feel it in, 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 in certain instances we would be having these discussions and I'm like, my guard is up and I'm playing a mic. And, you know, it's like, all right, get off of me. All right, Ryan, how do you feel? Mac, how do you feel? And they would always find a way. Not oh, Mac, yeah, no, but, no, no. You ain't running from this. And camp. so when it was this one specific episode where we were talking about raising kids and, you know, who wants to raise kids and how you want to do it. And uh, it, it, it brought up something I never spoke about, which is my failed marriage, right? And I was like, I don't like to talk about that because it's like, that's a very real thing. I failed at. Like that's in my face. Every time I see my kids not living with me, every time I see their mother say, Hey, you coming to get them. Okay. You know what I mean? Something like I've never given anybody an opportunity to use against me. So I remember in that episode, Mac is, we're talking and I'm like, what the fuck is your, Mac doing over there? And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, Mac, should I say it? <laughs> like, cause you put me in a position where I have to like now yeah. kind of speak about this thing. And it was like, once I said it, it was you, like you needed to talk. It yeah. felt like it, to me when you certain things on this podcast that you said, that including one another, some other shit. Mm-hmm. I can see there's like that weight on your shoulder that you couldn't get off, and I can also see like maybe in your past, not even relationships when it comes to like physical, maybe in your work relationships, you're used to doing everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. So when you came with us, we all were like, "Yo, look, you don't got to do this shit." No we all more. take the brunt of the work. Like, you do. I know you good at this. Yo, Ra, I know you good at this. Mac, I know you good at this. Let's let's separate it there so you don't feel like you just have to carry the weight of this whole show. Can I make a weird drunk analogy, please? <laughs> please. So, I was watching um, this dude Hassan Piker on Twitch last night, who is currently in this mode where he watches a lot of like true crime detective shit. Documentaries and all that stuff like Interrogations and stuff And one of the ones that he was watching Yesterday was a guy who Like the cops found him In in, like his place With his girlfriend murdered And he was like all bloodied and beaten up and, And they assumed that he had Killed his girlfriend right so they were watching the interrogation And his eye is like Really fucked up and he said that he got shot In his eye but they didn't believe him um, and he's all bloodied and he just keeps talking about how he wants to go to sleep. He doesn't know what they're talking about. He wants to leave. Like some people came in, shot him and his girl. He doesn't know what they're talking about. He just wants to sleep. They interviewed this nigga for six hours. So I don't know what he's talking about. Finally, the cop gets up, looks at him a little bit closer and realizes he really did get shot like in his face. Mm-hmm. And so they ended up finally gave, giving him like medical attention and finding after out that, six like, hours after six hours of interrogating welcome him, to, assuming welcome to was, American police. I wish I I can't remember what you know department it was, but six hours they're interviewing this man, thinking that he's a suspect or whatever. When in actuality, he's telling the truth. He was a victim. He got shot in the face. Right. 
permanent brain damage, lost both of his eyes and all of these things. But mm. like, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why this is my roundabout way. <laughs> it was the drunk. You had to but walk like, us down the street. I love it. I love it. It makes me think of like the black experience. I feel like so much of us, like we walk around with like just gaping bullet wounds. Mm. Right. And we're just like, I just want, I'm tired, bro. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't, want, to I just want to go to sleep. I don't know what you're talking about. Like I'm exhausted. I got my ass beat. This happened. That happened. I don't know why you keep asking me these questions. Like I just want to, go to I just want to go to bed. I just want to go to sleep. I'm tired. I feel like that's so fucking many of us old, young, in between creative, not creative, white collar, blue collar. Mm. Like so many of us are just doing the very best that we can to like, exist just to exist. Right. like a plane of stability right and so it almost feels like you're Damn. doing too much or asking too much or putting out too much to just like talk about the shit that's fucking you up however individual it is right. grand scale whatever the fuck it is it's just like you so many of us walk around with these gaping bullet wounds because and we feel like we can't say nothing because we should just we just want to go to sleep Nobody should be attending to this, fixing this, doing whatever, because that's just our experience. And that shit fucking sucks. Like, Mm -hmm. nah, whatever your platform is, whether it's your dinner table, your coffee table, your podcast, your nigga, your wife, your grandmama, whoever it is, Shady Pines. Wherever it is that you can just be like, ah, like I'm getting it out. Get that shit out. Like, get it out. Get it out. If it's a therapist, if it's like... A, a pet I don't give a fuck What it is Like yeah. get that it. shit out We got to stop to. Walking around With that shit It's gar- It's toxic That shit is yo, nasty Yo Ra And, and, and I'm, I guess I'm gonna ask The whole room of, of Like we're gonna get Around the whole room But like what are Some of the What are some of the Chips you feel like You hold on your shoulders Like what are some Of the things mm. That you kind of like Mac is going there Carry on your shoulders These for, niggas been turning to real podcasters I think for me I coming to tell jokes <laughs> <laughs> Welcome I, to guys next I door I tried to set I tried to set the tone For the jokes And Mac and Ryan They the podcast They Steph um, and Clay right now <laughs> But like so, you saying like what's on my shoulders? Just, just what do you feel like are some some of the what's more? just some of the chips yeah. that are on your shoulder? <laughs> um, personally, I feel like people look at me and think a total different thing is happening in my life that's really going on. I had to uh, tell some of my friends recently. I'm like, yo, look, um, I didn't go off on one of my friends, but it was a place that he said something to me that kind of triggered me, and I made. It was a realization. It that, got it's serious. It got serious. It was no. It, it was. It wasn't really serious to me, but it was a realization. I thought like. Oh, you this think I'm? You think I'm supposed to do these things for you, mm. and I'm supposed to get you into the spot, and I'm supposed to get you a drink, and I'm supposed to introduce you to girls, and I'm like, yo, this is not what I'm supposed to do. You feel very entitled, so I had to have that conversation with my friends, and I was like, I don't want you to feel like every time you call me, it's not like a hello, how are you doing, what's up? It's a yo, what's going on tonight? Yo, I know you know it's this. When you don't invite me anywhere, you always expect me to invite you. So I feel like. On the outside looking in, people look at me as just like the giver, the giver, the giver. What, what can Ryan do for me? What can Ryan take me? What can he do? And and in my mind, I just want somebody to call me and be like, yo, are you good? So that's my biggest yes. hurdle right now is is looking people in the eye and be like, are you really here for me or what I could do for you? And then if I'm if you're if I'm here for you, what I could do for you, it's then I gotta put a price on it now. And I realize what I can do. For you. Now, now I realize what this costs. I re- I realize that. So that's the yeah. biggest thing on my back. I mean, learning how to be loved and learning how to love is also big for me. Cause like I said, my mom wasn't really that emotional like mm-hmm. person, but I knew she loved me and I knew she did everything in her power to, to, to raise a, a black man by herself. 
So that's another thing. But I think that's the biggest thing is is having to look people in the eye and 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 tell them what the fuck do you need from me. And where is the love coming from? What do I receive from that? I don't need any dollar amount. I don't need that. But, but I, where but is I the do, love yeah. on that side to make me feel that way? Damn. So that's that, that's what I can say is the biggest shit on my shoulder right now is making motherfuckers understand like um, I'm me and I'm going to be me regardless of if you're in my life or not. Can I help you? Yes. Do I want to help you? Yes. But not if you can't help yourself, A, and and put yourself mm. in a situation where we both can can elevate together. I no. guess I won't guess I won't be on the clips hey, this no. week. I guess I won't be on the promo clips this week. Hope I'm oh, no, you said it around the room, so it goes that way. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That way. Thank you. Uh, you tried on. to try to set me up. I'm not going after that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold my dick. What? Are you crazy? Are you studios. Dumb? You gotta say studios. Hold my dick studios. Are you, you dumb? There we go. There we go. <laughs> Big bro, Fury. I think one of my biggest constant chips in terms of my shoulder is <laughs> As a queer black man, as as much as I love black people, I love the black community, and I love and treasure, like, my cisgender, heterosexual black brothers and sisters, it's frustrating that as much as I fight and care, I will still be considered... um, a hindrance to the advancement Mm. of our people just Mm. by my visibility as a gay man, like just by being like openly gay and, and visible and heard. There are so many specifically straight cis black people that see me as a problem. And as someone that sort of um, is a detriment to specifically like the the, the perception of like the black male and the strength of the black male just by my existence. And it, it's, it's frustrating. Cause it's like, first of all, my existence or Lil Nas X's videos is not <laughs> diminishing powerful, strong black men that are doing the right thing out here. Mm-hmm. And as far as the rest of it, niggas like me and like my queer brothers, sisters, non-binary folk constantly on the front lines of all of the like marches, rallies, vigils, everything you can think of. So it's frustrating. And I feel like it's kind of counterproductive to constantly have to deal with like, uh, unnecessary phobias in the movement when we're really, a lot of us are just trying to advance Everyone mm. in the same direction. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you before we move on to Mouse real fast. I'll tell you this. First. How does that go? Like, what? Because I'm around, the one. I was, I was, I was the one asking. You, the, I was the one the question. asking the questions. You proposed the question. I was asking the question. Yeah. Uh, before before we uh, before we get to before we get to <laughs> Mouse, I just want to say, listen, big bro. Um, and I, I, I it, it feels crazy to take a moment out, but I have to for you. We appreciate you, man. We appreciate everything. Clap up, Gary. No, no, no. On some, on some real shit. And it's You're gonna not take even, this clap. It's not even just about what you do on, 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 on your platform. It's not even just about what you, the, the, you know, the visibility or whatever. You know, you being a strong black man. Period is is inspirational to young black men everywhere, and we appreciate you, bro. Thank That's you. real shit. One more time for Kid Fairy. One more time for Kid Fairy. <laughs> I want for you niggas to know peace. I want for you to have a fucking playing field. I want you to have an even playing field 
where you can create, where you can build, where you can have your own shit, regardless of who you sleep with, who you love, what your your level of education is or whatever. Black is power. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's like the nucleus and the thesis of everything that exists. Talk about it. He basically just told us. And you don't have to, you know, want the same thing for me, but damn, can I live? Like (laughs) Just that part. Just let me live. He he told us he crawled so we could walk. He tried to say... I didn't say all that. He just crawled so that we could walk. And we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Mouse Jones, talk to me about some of the chips on your shoulders. Jesus Christ, so many. Give us a couple. Okay, just a couple. Okay, need the whole bag of chips. Uh, <laughs> you want the whole ruffles? This nigga got a whole bag of Pringles. We need the bag they give you now, which is half. Yeah, the 25 cent bag, which is air. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. need the bag of the day chips. Just give us two chips. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I swear to God, I was ready for them spicy nachos. No, no, And no, there was no, three. No. Yes, three of them. It was and, three. And we only asked for two. Yeah. All right, uh, the chips. I'm so many. One, I think... I think the the most important one, or the one that continues to uh, resurface throughout all my life, is this, you know, uh, scared of abandonment. So I, mm. I I leave first. I'm always ready to. What you said? What? Because I'll I'll get the fuck, and, and that has led me to some mirror, mirror. <laughs> We're here. We're here. It's so if you don't know, me and Ryan are born the same day, literally the uh, same day, same year. We are. Uh, I was in the, I was in the morning. He was at night. So uh, typically, a lot of things we speak about, we're mirroring one another. Mm. Um, but yeah, I it's and your terrible. signs are what Aries, Aries. Fuck. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> April, Come April, again? Aries. Fire signs. Yeah. You were saying good things about us. I'm a fire sign too. Hello. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that. So because I'm always ready for somebody to leave, I'll either like push them away intentionally and be like, get the fuck, or I'll remove myself in a very like um mm-hmm. passive aggressive, more aggressive way. Right. And it's That's like true. when I look up, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I've seen that. I've seen it. it I've seen it. Believe it yeah. And it's Definitely like seen it. you know what I mean? And it All right. It's coming down. I, I know. I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> yeah, so we, right. You need to take here. that back over there. So well, we I do here. I don't have um, those. I'm sorry. I'm always that kid whose dad left him, right? And no matter, for six years, I didn't have a dad. So I know what it's like to be in kindergarten and bring your dad to whatever that was. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that shit. Um, but, you know, thank God when, you know, when I turned seven and from that day on, I've always had a father, but those six years really matter. And then it matters that I have to see this nigga be a parent or a faux parent to all these other people. And I'm here with someone who isn't mine. And I fight with this. Oh God. Ooh. Drink some water. Yeah, because that works, right? Drink water and that stops your eyes. It doesn't really help sometimes. work, but it, if it fits, it, it, it helps. Sto- yeah. It feels like it does. You can relax. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I deal with this thing where it's, I feel, I, I know this nigga exists and I can see him. And he's doing everything for everyone else. And everyone else heralds him as this great person. I'm like, he's a piece of shit. Are y'all blind? Talking and it's me. like, okay. And I have this man over here that's been, Hands in the dirt, 
whatever bullshit I came with, he's loved and loved me through it. And he's loved my mother through it. And it's like, I can't fully accept this because I'm focused on what I don't have over here. And now I feel like I'm betraying this. Right. And it's like, all right. Oh shit. The self-awareness that exists in this moment, I think is the key factor. It's the most important thing because it's like people, we are afraid of this. Mm -hmm. We're so afraid of this. And this is like the most crucial, like tangible, awesome blessing. Like all of this. But we're so fucking conditioned to be afraid of that and to run away from that because we've had... Our asses beat for generations Facts. after generations. We don't have Facts. much of anything left. We got time to show Niggas that shit. are just trying to pay their bills on time. <laughs> keep their credit stable. <laughs> bro, like, feed their kids things that's not going to give them, like, four eyes and, and extra limbs. Like, shit. Niggas are the just simple to shit to the sh- to the others. The shit that's a given... We got to fight for it and, and, and really day. run towards it. about that like, on the other episode. Yeah. I got to make sure I don't get COVID. But what's in this vaccine? Because, you know, niggas can't do... Let's just say it's like every it's single thing. Like, we always got to ask the extra question. I just want to say existence this. I just want to say this. If you have a child out there, love that fucking child. Because then you put so much shit on them as a human being. Right? Like... I know my daughters probably get tired of so me. So much extra shit. Because I am so, I'm overcompensating for what I didn't have. And I never want, I never want them to feel like I felt like there's been times growing up where I'm like, I get what you're saying, dad. Right? That's the man mm-hmm. you met, my dad. And yeah. I, it's like, I get what you're saying, dad. But it's not really clicking. It, 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 because because it's not- the person that should be telling me isn't telling me. And he's probably, perfect example. Everything I went through as a kid, I never had to do. Every tough gangster thing I ever did in this life, never had to do. I was cosplaying. Except I'm the dummy that says, oh, well, if I'm going to do it, you got to really do it. So never did I have to pick up a gun, never did I have to rob nobody, never did I have to steal, do no shoot, shoot none of, I never had to do none of that shit. But I put I myself in predicaments. Glizzy, like, fuck, I'm sorry, that's <laughs> probably it. It was bad timing. It's great. Bad timing. I love bad it, timing. though. I love it. I never had to do that shit because I grew up in a space where it was right there. But my dad, who's from downtown Brooklyn, put us in a place on Long Island where we kind of could avoid that shit if, if you really want to. But because he would tell me his war stories and because everywhere we went, my dad was celebrated. Everywhere we went, oh, V here, oh, man. We had old times day, oh, V here, oh. You remember you was hiding out the car? All of that. So now I'm hearing that, and he's telling me these stories that are supposed to be uh, 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 cautionary tales. Mm-hmm. Hey, son, don't you want to do that? I'm hearing them, I'm like, you're thinking of hero oh, tales. Oh, you want me to be a better gangster. He did that, so you didn't have to go through that. Exactly. But because I'm technically somebody else's son, and I come from that. a different bloodline. I need to hear something a little different. I hear that. I'm like, oh, that's what so I got. You got do. caught. <laughs> Watch, Watch me. me not. <laughs> and then I go and I start to try and destroy my life. Right. I go and drop out of high school because I have a baby. And I say, I got to be the biggest gangster in the world to take care of. Her. Or I got to 
go rob niggas. Oh, I got to do all this dumb show. If a nigga play with me, I got to show him that. I'm I'm Vaughn, I ain't this other nigga, son, who really pussy and really couldn't stand up and take care of his responsibility. I'm Vaughn, son, and if you played with Vaughn, if Vaughn was going to boom you, so you play with me, I'm going to boom you twice. And I'm still not out of that thought process, right? So that's another chip I carry where I'm always so ready to be so aggressive. Like, I don't know how not to be aggressive. I mean, Cuba Gooden Jr. knows now. So I was okay. just going to say that. I mean, <laughs> I was literally saying, about to make the same. So Mouse is done. So Mouse is done. Mac but, I, but I'll say this before you go to Mac. I'll say you, you don't know when to calm down, but you know what triggers things around the people that you love that you will calm down. I've seen you about to go crazy and I'd have to come up to you and be like, yo, look, this is not the time nor the place. Let's think about this. And you have you can go zero to 100, but those certain people can know how to bring you there. And in the same space as me, I didn't have a dad. I still don't. Like, this thing is around, but he's not nowhere around. Mm-hmm. So when I hear you say the frustrations of somebody who you wanted to be there, not there, then you got somebody to be there. I think that's why I my feelings are so far gone. Because the nigga, I never had to even throw a placement pops. You know what I mean? It's not even a comparison, but it's like, you now have those feelings. I, I guarantee if you didn't have self, there would be no tears or nothing. I don't mm. think you would have any emotion because I feel like that man who who stepped in your life and became the greatest person to you gave you, gave gave you, you a reason yeah. to have emotions. I feel like you were emotionless you, when he when your father left. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if he never if if a man never came back, you would not have emotions. Kind of geared toward the way I don't. I agree. Niggas don't see me cry and shit like that. And it's it's just because I never saw it. Like, I never had somebody step in and be like, yo, so it's okay to, to do this. Until I got here, mm-hmm. realistically. Like, until I got next to my niggas who, who shared. We've had episodes where y'all both were balling, and I'm just like this. He's like, uh. You weren't balling. I wasn't balling. It was just a little couple times. All right, whatever you balling. want to say. Over, 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 over Zoom. Over Zoom. Over Zoom. Over Zoom, you were balling. Right, over Zoom, right. it looks a little, it looks a little oh, different. Yeah, well, it's the front facing camera. All right, so this is what I'm saying. Okay. So all right. I didn't. Y'all looked at me, and and I and I said powerful shit. And y'all said powerful shit, and tears are rolling down. And I'm looking at the computer, like trying to look at the ceiling fan, <laughs> so my eyes can water up a little bit. And I'm like, fuck, what Why the hell it? is wrong with me? But hearing you say that, it's like I just didn't get that. And now, like you said, when you had kids, and you're like in their face, and they're like, dad, like I can see your daughter, like dad. Why are you always like this? It's like, because you don't know what it's... I don't ever want you to feel in a way that I felt. And that's why I respect she you is 2000. Yeah. She is literally Uncle Ryan. Yeah. I'm about to say, listen, I, 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 I about like two, there's, two, there's two things I want to say. Uh, first and foremost, the it's a question. The first one is a question. Do you think that uh, it is because of... Not because of us, but because of the people that you care about mm-hmm. or that you even having children or just something that now is is a little more tangible to you than uh than dad or or anything like that that you that you found that button to calm down i think i've i've i found that button to calm down not because i really i t- and I think this is a very dangerous part of me, but I really don't care about none of this shit I know i've ma- amassed a lot and all that but if I ever have to bargain that against what I deem to me in that very moment to be like, oh, nigga playing with my gangster. No, of course. Testing me as a man, I will throw all of this shit away just to let a nigga know, don't ever play with me again. And I know that's very dangerous. I get it. And that's why I no, stay in the house. It's, 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 very, it's, it's very similar. I think yeah. the thing that I think about most is the people I represent. Mm-hmm. Right? I represent, I know I'm standing next to somebody who is on Broadway and has the, oh, well, thank you. he exists in the, he, you exist in this space 
that thoughts of a colored man standing next to October. me could really tank. Hold and it's your, like, okay, Mac, hold your mic like this, Mac. right? Please. <laughs> thoughts of a colored man. October makes you go. Make sure you get your tickets. Teleshot.com. So, so when I think about that, I'm like, if I wild out over this shit, right? Mac looks crazy. Oh, I've told Ryan, you. You got to tell we've me. We've been in scenarios where Ryan had to tell me, bro, you my nigga. I'm never not gonna stand next to you. But you're gonna fuck up my bag up. up, yeah. And he let. I don't know if you remember saying he. He said to me, he was like, "I'm gonna ride with you always." But but he said, "Tell me if you're gonna ride with me and fuck my business up." And I was like, "All right, bring the nigga here. Let's talk." Yeah. And now me and that nigga cool. The, the nigga in the like we're cool now. And oh, it's like, are y'all? Y'all are, y'all are super cool. I'm like, <laughs> God damn. But but I but once again, this is not. A lot it's of these scenarios are just my. A lot of these scenarios happen because people think they know me and they have this perception of me. So they're like, what? Oh, that nigga. And I'm like, bro, I don't literally what I said. I said, bro, I don't know this nigga, but he has this energy for me. Let's talk about it. And now I'm like, oh, that nigga mad cool. Yeah, whatever. Cool. Yeah, cool. That's, yeah. And it's like, even when it comes to like, I hate using this word, like the advocacy work. It's like, if I'm out here and I'm busting niggas upside their head for every infraction and everything that pisses me off, how do I look when I stand tall? And fight for these people who I tell people all the time I'm willing to die for. I tell people all the time when asked about this advocacy work, I'm ready to give my life for black LGBTQ plus people. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to give my life for black women. How do I look willing to give my freedom up because the nigga said he don't like my opinion? I don't think that the core majority of black women are LGBTQ play people would want for you to give your life for reasons that may not be uh, necessary. Right. Or know, deemed and, and, yeah. minuscule in yeah, the sure. right. scheme of themes. I know that, you know, um, I'm five, like a, I speak like Moesha, but I, I also <laughs> will beat your ass. Like, and it's, I don't care. Was that the song? Yeah, he's doing the, he's doing the the, the, the diary music. Podcast. I don't give a fuck where you are. I don't care about anything. I will bust your shit if the circumstances are correct. That's my. It's just it's just it's where it, it, I'm from the three zero five, which is uh, the area the code of day that I died, Florida, Mary, Dade, Miami, County, Dade County, Dade County, which is located Dade in Florida. No? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So if I were to look at a map and yeah. I see Florida, would Miami pop up? It would. It would be like underneath. Like, like it's kind of like its own if you, little. So if I'm looking at, at a map, map and you looked at the United States, yeah, Miami would pop up inside of Florida, inside of the place that is regarded <laughs> as Florida. It would pop up on the southern part of the country, which is and named I like Florida. Really trying me. We were at a good place. As I was oh, trying to say before I was very disrespectfully interrupted. <laughs> um, oh. You know, we as a people. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. When, when love somebody it. says we as a people. Oh, man. When a nigga oh, man. circles back and says we as a people. We need to, <laughs> we need to do better. We need to do better. Listen, Theory... We appreciate no, you. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Okay. How are you going to skip oh. this nigga's shit on his show? Oh! <laughs> you see, you see, I was like, I was like, oh, we skipping this? No, no, we're not lit. Mac Wise, what are the chips on your- Skip us one, because- Brawly yellow shoulders. <laughs> oh, man. Broad. Broad yellow shoulders. Broadway. Broadway, <laughs> Broadway. Uh, Broadway right? 
Thoughts of a Colored Man out in October. Make oh sure you get your tickets. So, so definitely Thoughts of a Colored Man is a chip on the shoulder. No. <laughs> <laughs> Relationships is kind of like my straws, you know? Eco Gabe straws. If you didn't know, they don't um, bend, they don't break. So what? Hip hop questions, legends, and listen. That's what we're talking about. Oh, man, oh, that's what okay. I thought. All of these things, paying this rent, mm, damn. Um, it's almost like if you had to read someone for you know, films. Because that's, yeah, that, that, that's, you know, a lot yeah, of the great things saying. these black men are doing I'm here today. Saying, that's I'm all right. Um, you know what's crazy? One of the, uh, there's just like Mouse, I have a bunch of chips on my shoulder. A lot of things that, the reason why I act the way that I, that I act, that, that, I'm, that I try to stay as calm as I, as I do. When I was young, I was a wild nigga. When I was young. Just trying to be up under my brother. I remember Michael Will. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Uh, Not a lot of it was acting, I'm just saying. But but just trying to be up under to here. You know, shout out to Nevi. Nev! Popping. Trying to be just... Because everybody, even at a young age, was very much like, yo, you're little Nev. And I had to uphold to that, you know, like I had to, I had to kind of, I had to stand up in that. I had to be that. So the chip that's on my shoulder the most comes from a very young age and it, and it's ebbed its way all the way through to my career now, Mm -hmm. which is expectation. Mm. I think everybody expects something from me. Uh, everybody expects whether it's whether it's something I can provide for them. Whether it's something I'll tell you what I expect from you. Whether it's I expect my birthday posters here to be split the fuck up. I don't want to be. I don't want to have a birthday. I don't want a happy birthday. Mouse and Ryan together yeah, that shit is, ever that again. Shit is gonna shit has stop. been a couple years in a row. We're gonna cut the shit three out. Three years shit. in a row. Every, even the, the first year he did it, me and me and Ryan didn't even know each other like that. He was like, "Yo, two brothers, I loved them." Because Max, uh, if y'all don't know Max's birthday post, be like. It's somebody's birthday, and it's not mine. Then he does a whole synopsis of a nigga's it'd life. Fire, it'd be fire, though, right? And the but day that you do us, we, we get, get the that. same joy. It feels it's, like a very Aries thing to do, interrupt him to talk about yourselves as he thank, was trying to... Thank you, brother. Thank you, big brother. Actually, he said something, and that just caught me off guard. It actually said, he said something that triggered us. It, it triggered us. It, it triggered, triggered us. Yeah. It triggered you see? Very you see? And our trauma response was to respond. April? April? Yeah, April. The 15th. April fifteenth, tax day. It's mm, yeah, and we taxing your ass. Oh, Therefore, wow. please all right. separate all our birthday right. posts. All right, all right. I will back, make sure that back it's separate. goes first because I was born first. Back to you in the studio. All right, <laughs> thank you. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> That's definitely how the post is going to go this year. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Ryan and Mouse's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no! Why did you say back to you? <laughs> back to you in the studio. I can't deal with I'll it. Let Joe. you know. I fucking can't deal. Um. No, but on the real, expectation, man. Uh, I've dealt with it a lot within my life, just kind of, like I said, growing up, trying to trying to be up under Tahir, trying to be up, trying to, trying to be Nev, you know, watching him and all of his friends and, and everything that they were doing. I wanted to bang as hard as them. I wanted, to, I wanted to make sure that I was banging harder than them. Like, I wanted to make sure, especially being like, I was super young when I started yeah. banging. I was fucking... 10 years old trying to do the same shit that they was doing so other 10 11 year olds were looking at me like damn you doing all of that like you toting a 22 and you do like that was my life I, i was i was really really trying to do everything that they were doing then we started getting to acting 
And everybody who was popping at the time, they're like, oh, you're good, but you're not him. We need you to be more like him. Or we need you to do this. Or we need you to do that. And expectation was like a constant thing in my life. And I always, I somehow tried to use it as fuel. Mm. But I think as, as I've gotten older, man, as Fury said, man, I'm just tired, bro. I'm tired of trying to compare myself to niggas. I'm tired of trying to be like niggas that they that they that they're comparing me to wherever they are in their career. And it's like, listen, my nigga, more power to you, but I don't mm. give a fuck, bro. Like, it is what it is, bro. I'm happy. I'm, I'm trying, and I try to stay happy. But there are days that I that I even get caught up in the expectations. Yes. There's days that I really, I, I really get down on myself. I get fucked up just because I start thinking about, well, maybe I can be doing this more, more like this person, or maybe I could, you know, do this and it'll get my followers up, or maybe mm-hmm. I could do this and this person will will get me a job and my whole life will change. And expectations, man, that's one of the biggest chips on my shoulder. Hey, hey, you've been rich for a long time, so I get it. Niggas always expected a dollar from you. Here we go, expecting two separate birthday posts. <laughs> God I think, forbid. I didn't go back down that street, but just saying, I am going to have that expectation. But I love you, my own. Birthday I love post. you, my brother. Don't let expectation. Tell you it is a, it is a, it is a, it is a curse. I tell you that word expectation to me in my life has been a curse. That's why in everything I try to just live in the moment. I don't want to I don't want to expect shit. I just want to live. Have you ever looked at it Have you ever looked at it as you're putting a lot on yourself and then maybe it's not as much people having this expectation of you. It's you having this expectation of yourself based on your perceptions of people's perception of you? Yes and no. It would be different if it wasn't as verbal as it was. Mm, okay. It would be different if I didn't hear it from people. It would be different if if our conversations, you know, within whether it's team conversations, trying to figure out how we can move better or what we can do better. And it'd be this post, this post, this song, this movie, uh, person this person doing this with they girl and blah 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 and it's like you need to do this and you need to it needs to be like this it needs to be more aspirational oh, no, you ain't got to worry like, about that you making it hard on a lot of us nigga I really wish you would stop posting it, about how happy you are married but, but, with but, this but the, woman the crazy, I'm sick of it. it it had I had to get to a place for that man mm. on on a real growing up even even just trying to get into acting and all of that stuff very early on, I was like, bro, I don't want to show any of that stuff because there's an expectation that comes with it. Once you do it once, it's like, oh, I expect that. Mm. And the, I, I I, tried to always, always shy away from expectation, literally, until as of late. It's more so, Now the reason why I do it is because I want to. Mm. Whenever True. somebody tries to put an expectation on me, I'm like, nah, what do you want me to do? Like, like, don't tell right. me this is what you expect me to do. That shit is out the window. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you want me to do? And if I want to do it, I'll meet you, I'll meet you somewhere in the middle. Or we could we'll figure it out. But all that expectation shit, that shit is it, it, it becomes a hindrance to your creation. It becomes a hindrance to who you are as a person. It becomes a hindrance to your mental health. Bruh, I've I've had too many dark days trying to base my life 
on what other niggas were saying. And I and I and I am at the point now where I'm like, fuck everything else, bro. Like if it doesn't if it doesn't involve my family, you bring it my way. And of course, again, you know, when you go through depression, it, depression is a, is is not a. Uh, it's not a, it's, <laughs> I tell everybody, depression isn't a curable disease. It's not something that you just get over and right. it's done. The shit is, the shit kind of just sits back and then it'll hop up at the, at the craziest times. Yeah. So, of course, there are times when I get back down and there are times when I'm back in my, in my shell and I'm on some like, man, I don't want to fuck with nobody, man. Like, I'm good. I'm, I'm cooling. I got to figure my own shit out, trying to figure out my, my depression or whatever the fuck. But, at the end of the day, bro, if it doesn't have anything to do with my family, the people that I love, the, the people that I'm around, fuck it. Fuck all of that other shit yeah. for real. Yeah. I seen you were having some some like visceral reaction to like him saying that when he started talking about expectations. Are you I'm just like I'm like to I'm just like thinking, right? Like life on earth is inherently chaotic. Mm-hmm. Like it just it's random. You don't know when you're going to get here, where you're going to be, mm-hmm. who your people are going to be, what the circumstances are. Not a single minute or hour is promised to you. Anything can happen. You can get engulfed by a volcano. Anything can happen <laughs> at any fucking time. And, like, every single thing that we, like, hold dear in terms of our trajectory, whether it's your, like, occupation or your dream car or girl or guy or whatever, all of those things shift and change. All of the, all, all of it does like complete mediums of work. Podcasting will die at some point. You know what I'm saying? And then everybody will be on to whatever the next, you know, form of this medium is or whatever the fuck you know what I'm saying? And like the, on one season, it's like everybody is on the Dior print, which I think is hideous, by the way. And then, like the next season is something else. So, like nothing, all of this shit is just conditional. It's random. It's chaotic. Whatever the fuck you feel is like you and is honest and is legal. And it's like <laughs> safe or whatever. Express that. And just see what comes of it. Like, I just feel... And, and the thing, is, again, to bring it back to us specifically as black, brown people, we have a harder time of of living in that. Like, Having white that people space to live in have it. way more space, time, opportunity to do backflips and whatever fuck random shit they be thinking about and fall of their ass and still have a trust fund to pick their ass back up. <laughs> or even if they don't, they still have their white ass skin to go down to Walmart and not be shot or, you know, Preach. whatever. So it's like, we have to bear the brunt of like, I just want to exist. And if my existence is working in the stock room at Macy's and I don't have to die, I can live to, you know, a full life and whatever. It's like, no, nah, fuck that. Like, do you, whatever the fuck you is, however it is. And as like my, Family specifically, my dad said all of the time, if you can have yours, if you have something that is yours, whether it's a platform, a village, a family, or whatever, it's something that is yours, why would you not do that? That's a fact. Go and, and make your shit. Like, create your shit, whatever the fuck it is. For me, it's just making niggas laugh and eating carbs and playing PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Telling dick jokes. <laughs> lying to niggas. Lying. <laughs> lying to niggas. What's the most creative lie you ever told a nigga? Um, 
end on a good note. I like that. You like that, right? Yeah, I like that. Sounds like I'm in podcasting. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. don't I want to like. Oh, oh my god. My oh my Jesus god. Christ! I don't, like, I'm very honest. We just had this great emotional with a lion, nigga, lion and niggas. A lion, nigga, lion and niggas. That's crazy. That's his creative. He just lied to us. Yeah, Leo. Yeah, lion. I'm a sad, so I'm a big liar. Y'all sad just too. Both of y'all. All right. Wow. So all three of y'all liars. Duh. There go the lie. There it goes. There it goes. Never lied about anything ever. What? Yeah, that's simply what liars say. I'm like so honest. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a bad trait of you mine. You know that I'm so honest. very brutally honest. Yeah, but I about what I feel you're like honest most about. Of my lies are lies that are like beneficial to the person. <laughs> they're, they're like fibs. They're like yeah. fib. you don't want to hurt them. Like, fucking save it, Jody. I'm fucking save it. I lie to you. I tell them other niggas the truth because I don't care about their feelings. There's tons of fish in the sea, bitch, so I don't give a fuck if you leave me, so I don't got to lie to you over that. You're not paying my rent, so I don't got to lie to you for no motherfucking money. You're not putting me in no motherfucking drip, no clothes, bitch, so I don't got to lie to you. What the fuck I got to lie to you about for any motherfucking thing? If anything, I'm lying to you and I'm telling you, guess what? I don't mind that you sleep over. I don't mind that you stay the night. That's a lie. Yes, I also enjoyed I wanted you the out there. The sex was great. The sex was great. That was a fucking lie. lie. Yes, I will see you when you I get to the fucking was... function tonight. That's a lie. What the talking about what you just said? Oh, Two man. things back. You oh. say, yes, I enjoyed it too. That oh. lie, right? Brings us back to this conversation we had on the podcast during the pandemic episodes. Oh, my right? God. Right? Where I was looked at crazy because I said, I don't understand how gay niggas is out here not pleasing other niggas. Like, you have the thing. You know how you, you know how it to works. Feel. How would you not please another nigga? And I would look that crazy because I was like, "Oh, if I was gay, millions. You know why? Because who's my, gonna hold on? Mouse, who's gonna outdo me? We didn't. We didn't, so please. What, what tell, Mouse Jones said is that if he was gay, yes, this mouth would make millions. Do you have the ability to play to please every woman the same way to the same degree? Like every like Watch you have mouth, the mouse. same. You can get every girl to, to the, the same place with the same... Hold your feet to the fire. Or is every girl a different... Everybody's a different exactly. roller coaster, but hey, I'm going to ride it. I'm about to say, hey, listen. <laughs> so what the fuck are you asking me? <laughs> like, ride that train. Too short to get niggas it. are different. No, but every I'm saying like when different. you look at a nigga who did not please you, are you like... like Are you that more disgusted? You're like, nigga. You know better. <laughs> it depends, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there are the niggas that it was just like, okay, that happened, you may leave. And then there are the ones where, Mercy, like, I care, I guess, and so I probably will lie to you and say, you can stay. Or that, like, oh, yeah, it was so good, even though it wasn't. So most of the time, if I'm lying, it's a spare your motherfucking black-ass goddamn feelings. Not because I'm in trouble, bitch. I ain't afraid of you. Yeah, I promise you, EA. Oh! EA, you will be fired if when he went on that rent, there's not that Trina song going behind because he wilded niggas up for no bitch. reason. Oh. Scared of you, bitch. Jesus okay. Christ. On that note, what, well, what we learned on this wow. episode is Kid Fury is not scared of you, bitch. 
Jesus Christ. Um, all right, before we get out of here, you know we got to do what we came to do. All right, so we have the Music Breaker Guys Next Door Get the Draws playlist. Indeed, so, indeed. As y'all know, there's the Get the Draws playlist. We have decided to put that on pause for a minute and show our fellow black businessmen some love. Shout out to the men at, of Music Breaker. So... They have, we opened up the Music Breaker. Make sure, yeah, if you are uh, an artist, make sure you sign up for Music Breaker at musicbreaker.com, B-R-E-A-K-R. Mm-hmm. And then you can submit the next time we... We had a lot of submissions. Oh, we had a, a thousand lot of submissions. Five hundred. Just a, maybe a little more than that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, that was then. I'm talking about now. I want them to stop because it's over. Like It's not over. The day, the just time said it, it's, it's over. just the beginning. It, just, it, it said it, August 31st. It's past the 31st, and they're still sitting just the beginning. Anywho. So today, what we're putting on the GND GTD playlist. On, before we before we get to that, we gotta ask you, Big Bro, what is a song, any any song that you would put on the Get the Draws playlist? A truthful one at that. <laughs> on the Get the Draws playlist. Uh-huh. As in, this is like... Well, get you up out them Hanes, bro. Yo, Jesus Christ. The Calvin Klein. School, school. He said, relax. The school, school. Relax. Make sure you do the school, school. Um... You do the... Fear it, that's what you be doing? Wait, time out, time out. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, mouse, mouse, mouse. Mouse, the, the... Come on, Stop. So, like, they start tugging and you like this. You're like, oh, my God. That's a little too accurate. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm doing this. That's a little too accurate. He said that's a little too accurate. Wait, do it one more time, right? What are you doing? No. No. I cannot believe. Fucking no. I cannot believe niggas got No. You know I'm not like you. I don't even like that. I'm just trying to play PS5. Oh, this is why I wore my slow. jeans. Oh, he be playing again. He be like, oh my God, I'm trying to play. Oh my God. You see, I got on jeans. Oh. <laughs> Yo. This kid Fear over here talking about, oh my look, kid Fear talking about, he's talking about this right. He said, what? Leave the boots on? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. So oh, um, leave the boots on. Leave the no. boots on. Yeah. No. I don't know that I have this. But what is one song, song that uh, that's just in your mind? Like when going up the steps. I'd pre- I know you probably got steps in your crib. I know it's probably very. I don't. Large. I was about to say I if you got steps in your crib, you are getting steps. too much money. No, 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 no. So in I your don't. in your large Fournier. Come on, Fournier. <laughs> Come on, Fournier. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know you got it. It's fine. It's fine. It's no, fine. No, 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 no. We going Fournier in this house. Yeah, this house of God. I'm with, you. I'm with you. Sky Daddy I'm, looking down at us. Hey, hey. We doing Fournier. Yeah, yeah. I ain't I never like been that. in a studio that got clouds on the ceiling. Sky Daddy, come on. Um, but yeah, what's that song that you um? Um, I'm trying to avoid a Summer Walker song right now. Hey, we love a, <laughs> we love a Summer Walker song. Because literally, probably, an insert Summer Walker song, probably, that'll be it. Maybe Moment, Victoria Monet's. Oh, I like great. a lot of Victoria Monet. I like Victoria Monet. Okay. Subtle. Yeah. Nice little subtle record right there. I like it's that. Subtle. <laughs> subtle record right there. Is it, is it subtle? Uh, well, we will be placing on the GTD, GND playlist uh, a record from this week's... Um, I guess Breaker, um, artist of the week. Artist of the week. 
Well, he spelled it kind of, I, I enjoy it because it's spelled very much in the way of, like, you remember music used to put all the words together in lowercase? Yep. So this record is called I Don't Wanna by Clarence. Clarence is spelled oh, no. with a three, so that's when I stopped liking him. Wow. But, wow. yes, I Don't Wanna by Clarence. That is going on the G&D Breaker playlist this week. Um, Guys, if y'all want to be up for this playlist, make sure you have a Music Breaker account. And when we put up the campaign, not before then, don't DM me. Please don't. Don't DM him. Don't. Don't DM him. It won't get answered. Don't Listen. DM me either. I don't. I can't. <laughs> don't DM him either. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the words I'm telling you. Get you a breaker account. Yep. And when the campaign goes live, that's when you send the submissions. Anything else, you're wasting your time. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. On that note, Kefiri, please tell the people if you have anything coming up that you want them to support, how they can support. Literally nothing. Um, Except on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, on Tuesdays, there's a podcast called The Read. It's elderly. <laughs> it's what? Uh, elderly. It's elderly. elderly? No, no, no. Yeah. It's seasoned. Seasoned. Seasoned is nice. Seasoned. That's, that's they said vintage. Good. Jesus Christ, I think it's vintage is worse than elderly. Vintage is crazy. Wow. Um, <laughs> like that comes in a saran wrap. Yeah. Mummy. <laughs> but you can listen to that wherever podcasts are, I suppose, and... So many secrets. So many, so many upcoming secrets. secrets. I, 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 we don't get one on a guy. Say, listen, I've, we don't I've, get one. I've, I'm on deadline all the time, and I a, see some part, of the secrets. Can we be a part oh, of one? Oh my god! You talk about a deadline. I'm talking daddy. about dropping, <laughs> sis. Uh, woo! Hey, you don't want to talk about none of the deadline announcements. We um, where the Reed podcast is working <laughs> with uh, Issa Rae's yes. the radio. Clap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Clap it up. I was, that's all I wanted to hear. It's a radio label. Working on a comedy album that itself has some fun surprises that may ex- expand past comedy. And mm. I can't wait. So, I'm, here, I'm here. My phone's always available, you know? There can't you go. Wait. Might not be on Ring, but hey, I'll get back, I'll I'll get back, back to you. I get it. Uh, Rye, talk, talk, come on. Sell these straws, baby. Sell the straws, baby. In case y'all didn't know, I'm a black businessman. Hold on, wait, wait, what's up? Take a sip. Take Me, a sip. Yo, Kid Fury was in the middle of like the most serious thing he was talking about, um. and I just look over and Ryan is sipping with the oh, straw yeah, you know out of the is. water. So if y'all don't know, I own my own straw. It's called Eco Agave. It's a uh, biodegradable, eco-friendly. Doesn't break down like paper. It's better for the environment than plastic. Clap it off for black business. I like that. Caring about um, the I'll be I'll be everywhere McDonald's and um, Starbucks and at that point in time you probably won't hear us ever again. But <laughs> but until then, be using our straws. Please order my straws on my page. I saw my yacht company; it's still up and thriving in Tulum. Thriving. Only black owned um, yacht company absolutely. in Tulum. In the talk world, about, How about in that? the world. Let's talk about that. Come on, man, um, get you on a yacht. Yes, yeah, um, other things working and and very much about to happen. But I'll just let that pan out. You'll see on the Instagram. Max yeah. Mac with it out. Ah, man, you know I'm not doing much, man. I'm uh I'm out here just living. Uh I'm actually oh I'm actually Ooh. working on this uh, working on this uh this Broadway play. It's called uh, Thoughts of a Colored Man. When you say Broadway, you mean like in Harlem? No, 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 not in Harlem. Apollo? Broadway on um uh like Bronx? 40 45th. Like when you say Broadway, you mean like where Albany? Don't they have a Broadway in Albany? No, 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 no. Like when you say Broadway, Broadway, you mean like where Jim Jones and them be at? And they don't play. No, 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 no. I'm, t- I'm talking about Clap Broad Day. No, 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 no. I One think that's Broad Street. Huh? 
Like Morningside Heights. Harlem. No, 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 sir, no, sir. No, well, bro, sir. what Broadway is this? We're, we're Broadway. It's uh in in Hell's Kitchen. If you guys know that area. When you say Hell's Kitchen, you mean like uh Flatbush? Like no, 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 no. Like Flatbush? That's Hell's Kitchen. It's Flatbush. That is a different Hell's that Kitchen. That is Glorious Kitchen. That is that is Miss Janice Kitchen <laughs> in Flatbush. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what kitchen, you might not come out. Say, but, hey, yeah, hey, you might Broadway? not come out of there. Um, Peppers. Peppers. It's a good kitchen. <laughs> it's a good kitchen too. That's a great um, kitchen. No, yeah, uh, you know, I'm doing this little Broadway thing. This, uh, this actually, this very big Broadway thing. There we go. Talk it's, your uh, shit, black man. It's called uh, Thoughts of a Colored Man. Mm. It's coming out uh, October 1st. That's when we start previews. Opening night is October 31st. Um, yeah, first time Broadway has seen an all-black cast, uh, black producer, black playwright, black director. Black it's, scalper. It's... Oh, really? Sorry. You want to take money out of our... You already got the money, bitch. First of business. all, those yeah. tickets don't work. They don't yeah. work. Yeah. You already sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Whose money am I taking? You're right. You're right. You're right. Guy Everybody, hey, hey, keep hey, this listen, money listen. in-house. Make your money. Make your money, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm, 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 I'm really excited about it, man. I, I, keep on, I keep on talking about it. I keep on trying to wax poetic about it, but... There's never been anything like this on Broadway, man. Like, that, that, that speaks to us. All, all all walks of life that black men come in, come in and it's not a it's it doesn't lean on one side it's not like it's it's just about a specific type of black man if you if you're a black man i promise you you'll see yourself in this in this project media trend. somewhere yo he's so yo you weren't here the other night when he sold this shit and niggas looked and said <clears throat> can we go now no, nah, it's, it's right real. Now. It's real. Like, yo, I, I, so it's crazy. I left when I, when I left Wednesday. after doing, yeah, when I left after doing the podcast, I went home. I finally got the the full script. Okay, got a chance to read it through again, and reading it through and seeing what what we're talking about, all of the things that we're talking about, the different types of black men that are that are uh, spoken about in this play. Mind you, it's seven different black men in this play. Each black man is is uh, personified by something that they say black men have. You have, you have happiness, you have passion, you have anger, you have uh, uh, no, no, no. You have happiness, passion, anger, love, lust, wisdom, and depression. I've dated like four of them. Okay, so and you were the other hold on, three. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Listen, listen. Four. We're, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. You caught it, right, Rod? No, I just want to know. And with on the and show with just, <laughs> and with all of these black men, each one has their own story. The, the story is one day, like it takes it takes place one day in a gentrifying bedsty, and just what that world is for us as black men, losing our community, and all of the things that we got to go through. Man, it's the it's one of the illest plays I've read I've read in a long time, and and. So so much so, I'm surprised that they let it go on Broadway, bro. Like, I haven't seen no shit like this since like Top Dog, Underdog, and I don't even think that was Broadway. I think that, that was I think that was off Broadway. Oh, it like, yeah, was up there by Caroline. That's man, I'm telling you guys, man, this is this is something. This is something for the ages. This is something for everybody. No matter what walk of life, what you what you go through as a black man, even black women. White people, whatever. If you ever wanted to know what black men think about, <laughs> sorry, I was. Th- I'm sorry. 
it, if you ever wanted to kind of just get a glimpse in the mindset of black men everywhere, you need to watch this play. And listen to this podcast. Absolutely. Definitely listen to this October, podcast. October. October 1st. Yes, October, October 1st. 1st. Mouse, so you don't get... Telecharge.com. So you're not upset. You won't be at opening night. That's not our night. I'm going. I told him he needs to get me in touch with PR. There's no way my niggas going on Broadway Only the first PR night. Only PR that will not... be that will be reported as a police report. If you, show up, <laughs> if you show up to that opening night with no ticket, I'm just letting you know yeah. how Broadway, not uptown. I want them hell's kitchen. I want to let know right now. Big police report. I've yeah. been more proud was like, than I was in that moment. He turned that gun on me real fast. Nigga <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> turned the funny gun on me real fast. That was, hey, that hey. was witty and funny and all that. Quick. Mouse Jones, tell us, tell the people. Oh, uh, uh, what do I got going, going on? on? Trap Karaoke, trapkaraoke.com. We are back, we are back, we are back on the road. By the time you hit us, uh, well, no, it doesn't really matter because By the time Atlanta and D.C. are already sold out, completely yep. sold out. Wow. There's no more last-minute tickets. Leave could, me alone. Could I come? You, yes, you can come, but... Got a plus one? I don't know. What? I have a plus one? You have a plus 20 because you're my nigga. <laughs> don't really put that to the test. Just yeah. Please don't. You saw my list for the night. No, it's true, but I just don't want to have that... I don't want the headache. You saw my list for the night. shows up with a plus 20, I'm going to be like, yeah, he's coming in or the show doesn't What's my list for the night? But now my boss is going to be like, this is your doing? Yeah, like my nigga. See how they treat me in other places. COVID, COVID. And that's why, that's my go to. Uh, but yes, Atlanta, DC already sold out, completely sold out. So sorry for you. Um, if you don't know me, or if you do know me, leave me alone. All the same. Yep. Uh, but what I'm most excited about is August 20th and 21st. Talk we about are it. Back home, New York City. Yeah. Don't want to say where. We're not going to say where yet. But just know we're there, and we shutting it down. <laughs> August 20th, August 21st. New York, trap karaoke, I'm back home. It's the only way to do this. It's the only way to do this. So that's the only way this tour can keep going on. We are hitting L.A., Vegas, and all these other cities. So trapkaraoke.com, go get your tickets, whatever is left. We are 100% sold out of all general admission. No, early. Early well, admission early bird, tickets. Early bird, yeah. We are 85% sold out of the general, mission, uh, general admission. So y'all really got to figure it the fuck out. Um, Each and every Monday... After you listen to Guys Next Door, make sure you listen to the What Hip Hop Questions, Legends, and Lists, the uh, hip hop podcast on the Black Effect Network, uh, starring myself and Nyla Simone. I'm not sure what week we're talking about this week. I'm not sure. Yeah, not really yeah. sure, but we're talking about it. It has to do with hip hop. Yep. So make sure you listen to that. Um, you get to hear new young voices in the hip hop generation talk about age old questions and also post some new ones. So make sure you listen to that. The What. Hip hop question, legends, and lists. And nothing to me is more important than what you should listen to every Monday first before you listen to anything. The Guys Next Door podcast. Every you listen to podcasts, you can hear this, which if you already listen to this, you know where to find us. But if you're not subscribed and you're just weird, like you just type in our name every Monday and don't subscribe, you're weird. So stop being weird. Hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Uh, follow us on all social media platforms, Guys Next Door Pod. If you want to continue the conversation on Twitter, make sure you use the hashtag Guys Next Door. Mm-hmm. If you have a question about your raggedy, funky-ass relationship, mm-hmm. or you just want to show us some love, or s- send us a weird story like y'all like to do, guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. If you are ugly... Oh my God. All right, we're going to highlight y'all next week. Appreciate y'all because he's about to go go left and I need him to stay right. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. See y'all next week. See y'all, black ass, next week. Peace.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.